Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you get on my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another 42 Level 1. I'm one of your hosts, Alistair Kennedy, and this is episode 301. And here with me, as always, the Twilight Princess of all games himself. Mr. Andirker? Yes, and uh, sad news to everybody. Studio 42 has put notice in for closure. No, no, the show isn't going anywhere. Don't panic. Um, the original Studio 42 in my little box room upstairs is being converted into baby number two room, starting like next week, basically, since the big test was if this would work down the stairs. Um, and it does. So I ended up having to get myself a laptop. I was looking for a desktop Black Friday. And then the wife informed me of these plans. And I'm like, huh. So can't get a desktop then. Uh, to be fair, it makes the most sense. Like, yes. Imagine you having to go into her room every night. And, like every Tuesday to the podcast. <laughs> to whisper a show. Like, Andy, I can't laugh, but that was really funny. <laughs> yeah, good one, Andy. <laughs> yeah, Said Ali like, never. Why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> why is why is Ali had a sore throat for the past twenty shows? But no, this 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 option is absolutely fine. And um, I ended up getting a MacBook Pro, which I've fancied since I started doing podcasting. For those listening to the show, I got my PC built for me. What was it like a few months before we actually started the first episode? I got it built, yep. custom PCs, and that was close to six years ago. I asked for it to last five years. I think I got my money's worth. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, what what did you pay for it like back then? Five hundred pounds, believe it or not. I get, I said my budget was six hundred, and I didn't want to spend over that. And he gave me a hundred pounds change and a box of American candy for my PC build. Nice. Yeah, I mean it was all right. Like it just it, and it turned well. We're gonna the test will be this entire show, but see, so far there's been no dips in my connection, and I'm currently using Wi-Fi. Um, I I just had this feeling that it was the hardware. Andy's never sounded, for better or worse, Andy's never sounded more good <laughs> in the past two years. I've noticed a dip in quality. Um, even trying to open up web pages while I was on Discord was taking its toll. And I mean, I cleared out my hard drive because obviously with Showbox working so smooth, I stopped mm-hmm. downloading. And every download sites become a thing. So my, I had quite a lot of space free and it, and I had a 250 gig solid state and it was just like, like turning over. And I'm like, what is turning here? So um. Yes, I don't know what I'm going to do with that PC. There might be some parts I could still probably use. Like, I know the 250 SSD, I could probably rip out and put it in a case. Um, but Fraser said the i5 that I had, with the first third generation version, is worth £10 on eBay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I think it. I, th- I think at the time i5 was good so i ended up getting the mac pro 2017 model which came out about this time last year so from what i've heard and i used to have macs when growing up macs can tend to last like a while as well so if i get five six years out of this then we're cooking with gas um it'll be interesting to see in five six years what i end up paying because technically i paid double what i paid for my pc for this laptop hmm. <laughs> it'd be interesting to see if i paid double again in five to six years to replace this I mean, if you think about it this way, right? Like, I bought my, uh, oh, I bought my PC maybe, maybe three years ago now, something mm-hmm. like that. Because I, I, yeah. I bought it before, like when I was still working in the UK up here. Um, yeah. And I built it like over the course of a few months, and uh, I've spent about about seven hundred on it, like six hundred and eighty or something like that. It cost me in total. And like, I'm next year, I'm going to build a new PC. So, and like, there's nothing, yeah. wrong, there's nothing particularly wrong with this one, but like, uh, like I just want to do a little bit more with it than yeah. what it's currently able to do so uh, and because I want to change the because I want to put a new processor in it and I want it to be able to handle the new graphics cards when they come out like Wait, basically that's for the i7 or the i9 yeah I'm going to I'm going to go for a, I'm going to get an Intel one this time because uh, like I've had I've had the AMD one I don't know why I went for it before like I think it was because like everybody was like Oh, if you're building a gaming PC, you need to get an i7, and I was like, like or an i whatever it was at the time. Um, yeah. Probably, probably an i5. Like uh, one of the, i5 one is one a of the common ones. See, see, being honest, looking at the differences, unless you're actually using, you don't need an i7, even for gaming. You get a decent enough i5. I think we're on the generation now. Like this is seventh generation in this one, and see the difference between this and my third one. It's crazy. Um, mm. But I, I, there's an i9 as well. There's a like eight grand version of the MacBook Pro that's like mm. an i9 processor in it, which is insane. Perfect. What one are you going for? Um, what, I'm going to go for one of the i7s. I've not really, I've not really spec'd out fully just, just yet. But <coughs> like right now, I'm on, I'm on an AMD processor. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an octa core one. Um, and that's what I went for because I wanted I, I wanted to have eight cores. I don't know why. It was just like when I was building it, I'm like, oh, this will be cool. Like I have eight cores. Hey, I mean, like to be fair, like yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know about you, like with tab with tabs and stuff like that. But I have like a lot of fucking tabs open at one time, like especially when I'm so when I'm doing work at the at the PC. Like I've got oh, yeah. maybe like. 12, 15 tabs open sometimes, like, <laughs> jumping back and forth between them, going, and this, this, this. Um, and, like, that definitely takes its toll on, on the processor. So, like, the, the 8 courses probably help with that, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, yeah, like, the, the, the new one that I want to do, I want, I want to switch and try and try an Intel one this time. Because, obviously, I've done an AMD build now, and I know how that goes and, like, how that, was, how that went for me. And I want to try something different and do, like, an Intel build, which... Means that obviously I need to, uh, because my motherboard is uh, is an AMD mother like socket. Yeah. So the Intel one is different. So I need a new motherboard, and if I'm getting a new processor, then yeah, it's basically a whole new PC that I'm building. So because uh, I could upgrade this one, like uh, like switch out the processor for a newer AMD one, and like uh, put a new graphics card and all that in it. But I don't think that my motherboard is capable of taking the new graphics cards. Um. So I'm looking at a whole new PC build. Plus, like I'm not happy with the way that my motherboard sits in my actual PC unit because it never ever went in right. I had to kind of like brute force it in, and it doesn't. It didn't quite fit right, and I just had to like screw it <laughs> so that it, it jammed in. But I've always had issues with like a couple of the USB ports and stuff like that on it. Um, it just like sometimes they'll just disconnect randomly for some reason. I don't know why. But um, but yeah, so a new uh, 
a new build is, is definitely for for me uh, next year. Nice. I'm, I'm going I mean, to do this. I'm going to do it the same way as a, but this one though, just like buy a couple of parts every every month. Like when I'm yeah. buying an expensive part, I'll just buy that one part that month. Like when I buy like the processor, because that'll be like at least 150 quid. Mm. That makes sense. I mean, like obviously, like the way you use your PC and the way I do, as you a lot of the time. When I used to leave, before I had the baby, I'd just leave everything on the house because I didn't care about mm. my like about and <laughs> my PC was sometimes left on Tuesday to Tuesday for mm. so on end, and that was the only time it ever get used. Um, and I'll try and use this a wee bit more now that I'm doing more of a training role at my new mm. job and stuff like that. Like I, I needed to put together videos because I mean I've got iMovie for the phone versions; it's nice, but you can get Final Cut Pro and I know it's pricey and stuff but I'm going to look into it and stuff like that and just for doing the show I just wanted to see what it was like do you, do you know what the, do you know what's annoying like about building a new PC though um, because of the, the two, two things that are the most annoying about it is, is right that I need to buy I'll need to buy new windows because obviously mm-hmm. the way, way windows works like this windows 10 works is that because um, I don't think I have any of the original stuff anymore so basically it's like bound to this PC now and to be fair, like I'll probably just like factory reset this and then like actually use it for uh, for playing WoW on, because I mean it'll run WoW like absolutely no problem, even without upgrade upgrading anything, putting a new graphics card, anything or anything like that. So would my PC to be fair up the stairs? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think this PC will run it a wee bit better than that, but um, like it'll run it at decent settings. Like your PC might run it at like okay settings because like it is an intensive game. But anyway, um. Like so, I need to buy a new copy of Windows, which is like a hundred quid at this point, basically, or eighty quid or whatever. Get it off of eBay. I spoke to a no, guy the other day, right? And I, you can get a you can get a product key for four pound. Yeah, but they're never legit. It works never as long legit. as it's authenticated. Because um, I've got a product key that I got through nefarious means, obviously the accessibility sort of option for the mm-hmm. free upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it upgraded me, but you can also do you. You can also download Windows, Andy, right? And see if you're okay for the Insider program, the beta tester, basically. Mm-hmm. You get your Windows activated for free now if you sign up for your Windows Insider. Um, so I, I was but... thinking of doing that for this because... See, see if I'm going to buy, like, like a piece, like, a, like spec build a PC, like, the way that I want it, and, like, say it's going to cost me, like, eight, nine hundred pounds, something like that. Like, I don't yeah. want to put, like... I want to don't want to cheap out on a four pound copy of Windows or like a f- potential free copy of Windows and then like it's have it legit. fuck up somewhere down the line. No, the the, the insider program's legit if you don't want to do the. I but that's like that's like beta testing the firmware. I don't fancy doing that either. Oh my you God. don't have to. You don't have to test it. It's a bit like doing the insider programming. I don't use yeah, any stuff. I mean it's. It's still risky though because they installed the firmware on it. Like, if obviously they bricked your console, like they'll replace it for you. But, um, but with a console, it's different because all your saves and all that are backed up. Like with a I PC, think like you're a bit too worried, grandmama. I'm happy just to pay the eighty quid, like, sure. and and do it. Sure. So, um, the the other thing that's going to be annoying about it is right, Vax, <laughs> because Vax oh, is like yeah. Vax is the one time download and it's like. No, you, you can't like, transfer wish, it in like you need to just I, buy it again. <laughs> I wish time. I'd done the the lifetime purchase on as many yep. machines. It was a wee bit more pricey. I think but I, I lost think it was, what twice. Yeah, like I think it was. I think it's like yeah, about seventeen, eighteen quid for for one, and then like th- I think it was thirty five for like lifetime. 
and we, by the time like I'd spent money on it twice, I'd, I'd been just as well buying the lifetime one. It was so stupid. I think I think I might have bought it twice as well. Maybe no, maybe not because I don't know if I would have done it on the old PC because I don't think my old PC would have been because they, the, they won't they won't send you a key. They're like, no, it's no. a one time only download. That's yeah. it. The end. <laughs> it's like you just pay some man in Russia and he sends you like a link. <laughs> it's like it's so dodgy, but it's such mm-hmm. a fucking great program. Like it's perfect for like what we need it for. Yeah, it's so strange. <laughs> I mean, like, the one thing with this, I, was, I wasn't I was worried. Like, see, thinking more about it, I used Macs when I was younger. I don't use PCs like you and Fraser do. I don't use it as heavy as Fraser does for work. I, I like thing. I like consoles for a reason. The reason are they're built for me. It does what I want it to, and they last. Macs are the same. Do you know what I mean? Like, this yeah. Mac, for what I want it for, I, I could see this potentially lasting over five, six years, maybe even eight years. Because mm. MacBooks tend to last. There was a guy I was watching on... Uh, YouTube, uh, who does a lot of videos, and he says that he's had a MacBook Pro for 10 years, and it's still doing what he wants it to, you know. So, we'll wait and see, but you can put Windows, and they've actually got um, Boot Camp, it's called, and you can download Windows, and I could have it as a partition, and when you start the computer up, you get to choose Mac OS or Windows, and I was talking to a CAD, uh, what is it, Computer Assisted Design, is his job, guy that was in my work looking at Note 9, and he says that the best thing he done for his work because he likes the optimization of a Mac because Macs are obviously built to get the best out of every part of the system. Yep. And putting wind- using Windows on that well-designed infrastructure, he says he's never had a laptop run so well built by <laughs> HP or anyone else. Hmm. Um, so he completely took macOS off and just used it as a Windows laptop just because of the optimization and the smoothness of it. I'll say... My favourite thing is the touch touchpad because I absolutely hate touchpads on PCs or everything. Mm, and yeah. because this has got um, haptic feedback, it actually feels like I've got a physical mouse here. The first time I used it, I was okay. like, whoa, that was weird. Like, uh, I've even got a right click if I do it down the bottom right. It's mm. got swipe gestures. So, like, instead of having to use a scroll bar, if I use two fingers to scroll down, it'll scroll a web page, which... Yeah. The first couple of times I've done it, I still kept like moving my finger to move the cursor over to the scroll bit. But then now I've realised like this is actually better. Like just so much easier. Down. Like yeah. I mean, obviously you can do it with a mouse. Like if you've got a scroll on your mouse. Obviously, obviously. I've got a yeah, mouse. But... I think I got paid three quid for it. <laughs> it's like a Dell mouse, <laughs> and it's like mm. yeah, it scrolls up, scrolls down, and it's fine. Although, do you know? Do you know the best mouse I've ever got it was a mouse yeah. I got off, out of Asda for two pound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like a generic optical mouse and I bought that maybe pff, 10 years ago and like it yeah. still works and it still does me fine and I th- you know I thought it had stopped working so I unplugged it and I, I got this Dell mouse instead and mm-hmm. and I found out that the mouse is still working fine and it was just my USB <laughs> port was causing an issue with it <laughs> so see, that, I, see see my monitor upstairs yeah. the old Fujitsu one you know that's mm-hmm. from 2000 2000 and what? 4 2004. Fucking hell. <laughs> yes. And see the difference between that and this. This has got obviously Apple's Retina dis- uh, display, which is fucking crystal clear, man. I've never seen anything like it. And um, like you can, it's 4K. I, I don't think it's 5K this one, but you can't. I've seen a 5K iMac and it was fucking beautiful. Like it was so nice, but it was extortionate. 5K display. But the one I nearly bought, which was slightly more expensive, the desktop one was the iMac with the 4K Retina. Okay. And you've, you've seen the iMacs, obviously. It's this mm. nice, sleek sort of just monitor, and it's all in one. And you get the wireless keyboard and mouse to go with it. And uh, 
then Tash obviously said, well, you can get it once we move to house, but obviously that might be a few years down the line and that room's obviously going to be needed for baby number two. Well, hopefully yeah. it'll be needed for baby number two. And she <laughs> says, even if, even if it's not, it'd be nice to have it as a wee playroom for Lexi because apart from having my collectibles in it, that's all it is. It's like an extra mm. cupboard for me. Mm. So, yeah, over the next month or two, those are getting slowly moved up to the loft and uh, I'm going to be closing the doors of Studio 42. <laughs> Yeah, man, you I said mean, it that way, it made me feel like, oh, yeah, yeah the amount of times we've had in that room, like absolutely steaming, back when we <laughs> both actually smoked cigarettes, you know, like that room used to be hazy as hell. I mean, I don't think, we never smoked actual fags in the room, did we? We did, yeah, when we did. first started, we were both smoking cigarettes, yeah. No, did we smoke real fags in there? I thought we only smoked, like, yeah, the, because remember we used to buy those, like, disposable, uh, e-cigs. disposable e-cigs, we just smoked them inside and we smoked actual fags outside. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't think you did. I think you'd quite smoking by then. Do you think I'd quite smoking by that point? Maybe I had. <coughs> and I, I'm sure I had apart from like when I was out drinking. Huh. You may be right, actually. I just yeah. it must have just been e-cig vapor. Being yeah, no, no, de- definitely with the e-cigs. Like, cause we we could go through like sometimes more than one full mm. e-cig in like in in the time of our show. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> yeah, and that was when the two sitting next to each other with the cable split. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember? Um, do you remember we did the the show on New Year's one year? We, <laughs> we got a um, New Year's party. Mean yeah, you during a New Year's year party, and we went upstairs, did a show, and we got everybody to like each come upstairs and like do a wee bit on the show, like what their favorite game was of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember. Do you remember? Do you remember what Godly's one was? No. Godly's favorite game was tag or tag. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah, he's like, I don't play video games, but I like Tig. Okay, I remember when we were doing 24 hour room and messaged Tiger Claw and Derek and said, I need, I need to go live now to try and get donations. And I went live and did a wee mini show. I don't know if I was by myself or Derek was on. No, no, I, I, I was on as well because uh, you, you I was on, I came on and I was on my phone, right? On, mm. on Skype on my phone while I was playing, I don't know, something on PS4. Yeah, that was cool. We need to do one of them again soon. Although if I get another baby next year, that will be difficult for me to do. Mm. Um, it would just need to be... I don't know what will happen. We'll wait and see. But I am I'm more than happy with my MacBook. I absolutely love it. Like, What worried me was a lot of the reviews. Because obviously Apple's flattened their keys. <clears throat> whereas like a lot of people say mechanical keys they prefer. I actually find myself it's easier to type in this because I've never used one properly. Like, don't get me wrong, I've tested a few at work. Don't know if I've ever tested a new one like this, but um, definitely tested like 2016, 2015 models anyway. And um, yeah, I'm really loving it. Like, I'm not missing the mechanical keyboard at all. I'm planning on getting the stand with the Magic Keyboard and Magic Mouse eventually, but these are things that I had to boil down what's necessary for me for this. And obviously, I'm going to need the hard drive, which is coming. I've got the Porsche design one, which is designed alongside the MacBooks. Well, not in the same place, but with Mac in mind. So I've got the Space Gray one of them coming. Two terabytes, 76, which isn't bad, because nice. last year I'm sure I paid like 89 for my, my Elements one for my Xbox. Yeah. So I'm absolutely fine with that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. Like, I absolutely do. And like you were saying, the Mac's fine for me. I know Fraser spent like two hours trying to convince me to get a PC. But I didn't want his advice on a PC. I could have picked my own PC. All I was just saying is, mate, I'm not too big up in specs, like, what one of these is looking good. And he chose the MacBook Air 2018 model. Hmm. And I'm like, mate, 
Uh, do you know, I pulled the trigger on this at 10 to 12 <laughs> on Black Friday. Um, because the MacBook Air 2018 looks better on paper because it's got the 8th Gen i5. Hmm. The way that this can render stuff and the, the way that this MacBook Pro is designed, like on the reviews, it says because um, they're roughly about the same price, you're better going for the MacBook Pro from last year. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. an all-round better laptop. Because as you know, you've used a MacBook Air, they're more or less glorified notepads. It's like an expensive notepad, which I would have been pissed off with. It was never going to last me two years for what I wanted it to do. Um, this is on the new Moav as well. It's got this cool thing. In our, obviously, I don't know if you've seen it before. I, Windows I hasn't got it. No, no, I haven't seen the, the Moavi or whatever it's, whatever it's called yeah, yet. Yeah, it's the latest one. It only came out like last month because it was high sierra this one shit yep um, and i've seen sierra quite a lot but this one it's got like a like dark mode it's called and see when you put it on your your background is of like a sand dune it's kind of weird i'm going to show you a photo but it it works with the time of day so like sierra on it had like the sun it's weird and like now it's obviously dark and i'm like what why is this what's this what's this and like it's kind of Oh, terrible. Anyway, I'll send you this photo. I'm not happy with the camera in the Note 9. I don't know if it's because I've been playing about with the Huawei Mate 20 Pro, but obviously Huawei's are built. I'll send you this. You'll see, obviously, sort of the flash in the middle. And everyone listening, if you've, you probably know with the new macOS update, that see how that's black and it's kind of like nighttime and stuff? See, yeah, yeah, on yeah. in the day. It was sunny, so it goes with the time of day. It's like an active okay. background or something. Cool. And you can see, if you zoom in, you can see like my top menu's black and stuff because dark mm. mode kicks in at night. Yeah. But it's normally in a Mac, it's white. So. Yeah, it's, it's kind of fancy and cool. And I love the wee sort of genie twist. The, the menus go away, you know, when you close a, or you like hide a, um, an application or a program on the Mac, and it kind of twists away rather than just disappearing. Yeah, everything about it's good for me. Fraser, <laughs> Fraser spent so trying to convince me to get a, a laptop for, with Windows, but if, I'm, if I miss Windows... Maybe if mm-hmm. he played with us, he would have been able to convince you more. Maybe, maybe if we play <laughs> games, but I mean, what does he play? What does he play? Yeah. I don't know. Not, not on PC. I don't, think he, I don't think he plays very much on PC at all. I think he went back to World of the Warcraft with one of the guys from work for a while. Do you know he was trying to get me to buy something? I think it was uh, Scum. I think it was Scum. He was talking Battle about Battle Royale yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I'll buy this on PC. Buy it, buy it. And I was like, mm, I'll just wait just now. You know the thing is, you you know the games that I would play on PC. There's a chance that Old Republic might appear in this. I might get World of the Warcraft downloaded again, but I'm not going to sit and play with my laptop. Like Warcraft Three's on it for a reason. I like mm. the game. I've still got the game key logged into my. That's what I love about Blizzard. Like I never bought the Mac version or whatever. I just downloaded it and it worked on my Mac with my mm. same activation key that I got in the PC. What ten years ago or something. Mm, yep. So I'll be yeah, more, exactly. more than that, like Longer for that, Warcraft yeah. 3, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and I mean, Starcraft it, it 2 went... is about 10 year old. <laughs> <laughs> True. Warcraft 3's got like, I can run it in high settings. Like, <laughs> and But I mean, Warcraft 3 looks like Warcraft 3. You could probably get that running on a phone these days. Um, probably, I don't yeah. Know if, would I don't, do it. The one that I might be tempted to get is obviously the remaster when it hits this year. Like, I, th- I reckon this could run that because I've seen videos of this running Battlefield 1. Mm. So I'm pretty sure it could run Warcraft 3 remastered. Yeah. Um, but again, I didn't buy it for that reason. Um, like I, I went off Apple for four, but I'm absolutely enjoying this to bits, man. I, I think most people would get a kick out of it once they see its weak and stuff. And just the wee gestures, like see if I'd use my two fingers right from left to right. Like I can go mm. back a web page and stuff. And it's yeah. like, 
all the wee conveniences just kind of add up for me just now, and I'm, I'm more than happy with speed. And like, I'm with this call, we're holding an open Discord. It's still in green bars on my fucking mm. Wi-Fi in the house. <laughs> like, that's nuts. Like, my PC was hardwired, so I'm almost 100% that it was a hardware issue rather than, like, a an internet issue um, with my old PC. Because I've got, like, six tabs open between two different browsers here. I've got apps updating in the background. Do you remember what my PC was like? Shut it down. Damn, yeah, just, do just not do Discord. anything, just Discord, yeah. nothing else. <laughs> yeah, just Discord and be happy if you get two yellow bars, never mind right. this sort of connection. So, yeah, brilliant, this is fine. This is working exactly what it was. But anyway, should we start the show? <laughs> so let's start the show with Big Screen, We Screen is the part of the show, where we talk about all the TVs and all the movie that we've watched throughout the week. So I think it's back down to me to go first. I didn't watch too much this week. See, to be honest, most of my week spent waiting for Marley to upload a new video. Like, <laughs> I really like that guy. Um, I did watch a movie tonight, though, which I, okay. I quite enjoyed. Um, okay. It was on Netflix. Um, because Tasha was in the movie, we watched The Christmas Chronicles. Oh, my God. Cut um, Russell. Andy, this is the best You can Christmas watch movie a Christmas movie is. in November. Fuck off. It's, it's, it's December on... Saturday, so. Oh, that's fine. Watch on Saturday. I'll watch it again. But no, it was absolutely brilliant. Um, this movie was obviously about wee kids. It's made by the people who've done um, Harry Potter and some of the people that worked in Home Alone as well. And the okay. music and the feeling definitely got elements of both in it. Like, hmm. the, the elves definitely look straight from Harry Potter. Santa's gadgets kind of look Harry Potterish. Um, so yeah, basically the two kids stay up trying to catch Santa because they notice a video and their old um, one of their old camcorders I suppose it is yeah she's for some reason she's using a cam I didn't get that bit but anyway not everything's tech savvy oh I do it's because her dad her dad died and she's using the camera Um, so yeah like it's fine it's nice it's probably best Christmas to be honest this would have done well at the cinema it was that high quality um, definitely higher quality than like Bright and stuff like that. The CGI in it was quite good for the reindeer and stuff, but it was almost like they were kind of, it was a cross between an actual almost animatronic style thing and a reindeer. I'm not sure how they've done it, but yeah, they get Santa and then obviously Santa getting locked up because he steals a car to try and get somewhere, but he's using all his powers because he knows all, all the people and he's like naming them all and they're just thinking that he's some Las Vegas magician and stuff and he has to get all these presents back and it shows you like he's cool bag and stuff and oh it's just a nice wee christmas film the music's definitely home alone-esque and the sort of feeling was kind of harry potter so bethany will probably quite enjoy it if she liked any of those yeah man like yeah uh, we, we will definitely watch it because I, I did see it come up and i'm like it's just a wee bit too early to watch that for me like we don't put our christmas de- christmas tree and decorations that up until after de- oh, yeah. until until december begins so no christmas until after december begins i get enough of our work Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, um, are you getting all hours... ready for Christmas? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ours isn't going up just yet. But I mean, like, I think it was because we Christmas for. Um, Tasha was in the mood to watch it, and to be honest, I, I really quite. Um, I can't think if I watched anything else. Like, see, week I don't reckon I did. I've just been watching like practical jokers with dinner, and because I've been putting so much into working with it Black Friday, I've been knackered. Like the whole weekend, like Friday to Monday, like even though it's Black Friday, as you know, most places. Mm do different deals on the Saturday, Sunday, and then you've got Cyber Monday. And because mm. we do contracts, like, and obviously, like, a contract's a bit different from a discounted, like, laptop. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong, yeah, yeah. I, I get £200 off mine, but 
you're saving for like the next year in your phone. <laughs> um, I also got Office 365 for a year. Um, I got a wee box which I haven't seen in ages, like a wee box where I'm guessing there's just a code in it. There's not maybe a CD in it anymore. Um, but I don't know if I'll use it or not because next year they're going to fill up. I don't know how that's going to work. Like they're doing away with their subscription plans to see if I redeem. Mm. It's like, oh, you've only got a month. I'll be kind of annoyed. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'd imagine they would honour any of the ones that have been redeemed. You know, up to a certain date, there'll probably be a date before you have to buy it for like next year, and they're going to yeah. release it yearly. But you know, I haven't really watched anything. YouTube. I spent most of Friday watching um, MacBook reviews, and mm-hmm. I haven't. Really, like I said, I'm just busy at work. I've done a training video at the start of the week. Finished up the other night, so no, I haven't really watched anything else. But I definitely, I would recommend it to most people. I think I think most people really enjoy it. If you're looking for that, it almost feels like a good nineties. It's it's an up to date one, so it doesn't feel like old or anything. But it's like probably one of the best Christmas films of years because uh, there hasn't been many good ones to be honest. Not counting obviously Bad Santa because it was an adult one, but you know ones like wholesome family ones. There hasn't really been a good one since the Home Bones that I can really. Think of Jingle all the way too. How can you forget yeah. Jingle all the way too? Jingle all the way too was actually really. Good. <laughs> yeah, man, it was that. good. I need to watch that again this year. Um, but no, this this one was really good. Um, Jingle all the way, obviously, and you've got the Santa Clauses and stuff. But no, this this one's really good. Kurt Russell was good as Santa, and it was funny. He's, he's really annoyed that everyone produces him as this fat guy. He's like a guy can go to the gym every day and try and try, but no. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, we, we will definitely watch it at some point when it's actually Christmas and not November. Do, do you know the, the right word for it is it's it's got charm. Like you know, a lot of these movies yeah. they're soulless and like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. As much as I didn't like, how they're charming. They've got charm to them. They've got soul. Mm-hmm. Same with the Home Alones. They've got a charm to them. This is this is what like a lot of movies are missing. They're just like shameless straight to DVD cash grabs. This one could have made it at the cinema. 100% and it, it just definitely feels like a throwback to when it's like oh good the, the Christmas movies are on let's watch them that's what this feels like so mm. more than happy with it even nice. though I did watch it like three days before December shame on me <laughs> um, yeah, shame on you shame, shame. <laughs> but apart from Practical Jokers just watched the most recent one I really like that show um, haven't watched anything else and, and Practical Jokers you, you know what it is the funniest one actually this week was um, Brian and Sal was it Brian and Sal? I think it was Brian and Sal and Joan Murray were behind the scenes. Brian and Sal were at... And they had to say to the guy, are those tattoos you scratch and sniff? And they were like scratching the guy's tattoos and smelling his arm. And then um, the guy said, do you know, you guys are stupid. You, you remind me of a show for Jokers. And they kind of pretended they'd never heard of it. And he pulled it up in their phone, his phone to show it to them. And the other two came from behind the scenes, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, it took him even a, a second or two before it clicked in his head that he was on the show, you know? It was <laughs> funny, man. Like, funny. Yeah, but no, I haven't haven't honestly watched anything else. Uh, like I said, Marley, Marley 13 on YouTube, watching a lot of him. He's funny. Nice. So, what have you been watching? Sorry. So, I, I watched a couple of things. So, I did watch the two latest episodes of The Walking Dead. And, oh boy. and and I'm happy to report that it's actually good now. <laughs> so the I, I don't know if you remember me talking about it a couple of weeks ago, but they done like a they, they obviously got rid of Rick, and they done like a spoilers he didn't Fair die, right. 
they moved them into movies <laughs> and a helicopter picked them up um, but after that they'd done like a six year time jump right? so mm-hmm. they made all the characters older and they uh, kind of brought some more of the smaller characters a bit more to the forefront and stuff like that and it actually works really really well like I'm so surprised and like because I thought it was going to be absolute shit. Because like Rick's been in it since day one. He's like the fucking. He's the main character. He's the focal point of the entire show. And I'm like, this isn't going to work without Rick. But from the last like two or three seasons, like the show, this is way way better than anything they've done for like three or four years. Because they've actually they're actually doing like good storylines and stuff like that now. Because they're moving into um what's uh, from the comic books, the Whisperer War. I don't know if you read up to that bit, Ali. No. I know what you're on about. That's a few. That's the way off. But but yeah, basically, it's like uh, the whisperers are like people that kind of like go and blend in with the zombies, and like a they, bit like the like guy a, from Fear the Walking Dead. Kind of yeah, like but more more extreme than that. Like uh, so they they try and like control like zombie herds and stuff like that, which is is really interesting because like at first when this starts happening, they're like. Are these zombies like evolving in some way? Because obviously it's been they've been around for like a good number of years at this point. Like you're talking like ten years worth of zombies. So they're like mm-hmm. these zombies are like starting to like become smart, like for a zombie. Um, but it's not that. It's like basically these whisper people are, are controlling them. So it's really interesting the way that the way they're going with that and how they're introducing that and like uh, the way they're developing some of the characters is kind of going back more towards like the comic books as opposed yeah. to where it was going, which was very very far away from the comic books. And um, they're introducing some of the newer characters that came into the comic books around that sort of time and a wee bit before that. So, but yeah, I've really enjoyed the last couple of episodes where I did not enjoy many many episodes before that. So. Uh, yeah, if you've if you've kind of lapsed on The Walking Dead, now's actually quite a good time to get back into it. With like, it's kind of a soft reboot almost because they've done like this huge time jump, and and like a lot of the characters are still there, but they've they've like obviously Rick's away and uh, also named Maggie's away now as well. Like she's not dead or anything; she's just like gone away somewhere. Um, and like taking those two characters out of it is kind of refocused the show and made it a lot more interesting for me. And it's way, way better, which I didn't think it would be. And to be fair, I never really liked Maggie anyway, but um, but the characters they've left in the show uh, are starting to kind of shine a little bit more now, which I feel like a lot of them were kind of falling by the wayside. And it's uh, it's not even gone the way that I thought it would, because like, I thought they would put a lot more of the focus on the Daryl. Mm-hmm. And they haven't really done that. They've kind of spread it between like the the main cast that's left now, and they did, they've done a really good job of it so far. So I'm I'm thoroughly impressed and thoroughly surprised at the way they've they've done it. And it's actually like worthwhile TV again, as opposed to what it was before. Like yeah, I'm just watching it because I'm invested now. I've watched seven seasons. I need to just finish watching all the rest. But um, but it's actually something that like I like I really looked forward to watching this week's episode after last week's, which I haven't. Don't think I've thought about The Walking Dead for probably three or four years. But yeah, it's really good. Uh, I also did watch a movie this week, Ali. So we were talking, I can't remember, it was a few nights ago, right? We were talking about about Babe Station, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember why it was we were talking about that, but like we were talking about that. Because we were saying, I said the guys that, um, because Babe Station's not really a thing, those guys that are sitting in their hotel rooms are stuff with too much money are wanting something to throw money at and they throw it at now as YouTube streamers ah that's right yeah Twitch streamers and YouTube streamers so yeah. so I watched a movie on Netflix which is a Netflix original called uh, Cam 
I don't know if you've I don't know if you've seen this advertised towards you. This what's nope. called? It's called Cam, like C A M. No. Um, but basically, this is about like a Cam girl who like goes goes on and like uh, does like a kind of titillated show uh, to get people to donate tips to her, which is kind of like like not slightly different from what like Twitch streamers do, but because um, generally they don't like show their boobs or anything like that. Um, generally. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's some of them that do. Um, but basically what happens in, in this movie is like she's got her like her show and it's becoming like more successful and she's rising in the rankings and that. And then somebody like takes over her account and like starts like going online as her and it looks exactly like her and everything. And it's about this whole kind of... It's a kind of th- almost a thriller, not quite a horror movie, but like um, about her identity being overtaken online and, uh, and how about her trying to like claim it back. But it is really cool the way they kind of twist it and and make it go because like it well it's still obviously it's framed against like this kind of cam girl background type thing to like think of like I don't know, there's like there's a couple of websites like online that that do this sort of thing and to like kind of they frame it the same way as those things like the one that like it's a fictional website it's called like Live Girls or some of that um but there's a there, I'm sure there's a few yeah, like on, online do that. Like- no, no, like it, it's not a real website. It's, it's a fictional one they've made up for. <laughs> no, this, no, for actually, this movie. it's made up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I wouldn't leave it in my browser history anyway. Come on, Alan, <laughs> incognito browser all the way. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, um, but there is there, there's a few of these things on like online, and like I'm sure this is exactly the same way as like how, as how it's done in, in those. And basically, like, people tapping that earns you money in some way. And um, same way as like say if you tip, I think it's bits they use on Twitch. You can tip bits. I know you can give like, donate real money as well, but like I'm sure you can tip in bits. So it's kind of similar to that. And like, and when you get a donation, it's like it gives you money essentially. Um, but like basically, when when her channel like gets taken over, she starts freaking out because that's her job. Like that's what she does, and uh, she tries to like get it back. And like the the company that's like in charge of the security of it is like, yeah, you're like you're online. Your password's changed. Like you're live right now. It's fine. Everything's fine. Like it's working fine. And she's like, it's not me. And they're like, oh, but I see you, you're online. Like, and the face that's on there, oh, that matches the ID that we have for you. So, like, I don't know what you're calling, everything's working cool. <laughs> but, like, the the way that they turn it out and the way they twist it is actually really interesting. And, like, because they kind of frame it like it's going to be your, like, one of these kind of, like, pervert guys that follows her, um, that's kind of stolen her identity sort of thing. Or, like cloned or maybe even or something like that but it, the, the way they do it, it it's kind of it, they kind of use it as like a, a platform to show like how easy it would be for something like this to happen and to any like any one of these like any one of these like like a cam girl or like a, a twitch streamer or even a youtuber that something like this could happen their whole identity could be uh could be stolen and uh taken over by some someone or, or something else and it's not aliens before you say that, <laughs> but it was a really good movie actually, and uh, I was quite quite surprised by it because I expected it to be like I don't know, just kind of some throwaway thing. But uh, the 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 message they put in it was actually was actually really good and kind of apt to like what is kind of going on just now and something that could could certainly happen to like any YouTuber or any Twitch streamer or anything like that. So it's a really good movie. There is uh, there is quite a bit of nudity in it, but nothing like. Nothing extreme. Just some boobs, like that. Hmm. So, like, 
this TV after nine o'clock still. Um, I mean, it's more than that for sure. Like maybe, like if you think of like, you know the old Channel Five movies used to get about eleven o'clock, <laughs> like yeah. something more along them lines with maybe a, probably a bit more boobs. But okay. I wouldn't say it's like overly gratuitous or anything like that. To be fair, but, and it is a good movie, worth watching. Mm-hmm. Don't know if if Tasha would like to watch this with you. To be fair, <laughs> and I don't <laughs> think Ashley would like it at all. It's, yeah. <laughs> Ashley definitely wouldn't like it. She'd be like, put this porn off. <laughs> but yeah, I really liked it. It was a good movie. Of course you did. Not just because there was boobs in it. <laughs> sure. That helped though, right? Well, I mean, like, the framing of the movie didn't necessarily put you off, to be fair. But, like, I mean, say if, they, if they'd made it about a Twitch streamer instead of, like, a cam girl, then I think it would have got... I think it would be a bigger movie. <laughs> but it wouldn't make the message any different. Mm-hmm. Like it could be the exact, they could have literally told the exact same story with a Twitch streamer instead of like a, a cam girl and just framed the story very slightly differently and it would have been just as good, I think. But the, the interesting thing about it is like they're not trying, they're trying to like show that that's like a legit profession that people do as well. It is and, like, though. Yeah, I mean, it look, totally at, is. Like, look at that night. I was watching Marley and somebody mm. donated a thousand pounds to and I mean, mm-hmm. what, watching that guy, like, he's, he's getting, like, 25 quid here, 10 pounds here. Like, folk are throwing him, like, two pounds here and there, but they all build up. Like, technically, even, like, 10 people throwing him two pounds over an hour, that's 20 quid for an hour streaming. Yep, like, that's that's great. Like, that's more money than, like, than yeah. what we are. <laughs> that's exactly it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, if you can get that consistently, then boom, like, that's your fucking job. You just do that. Exactly. And I mean, fair play yeah. those people as well. Like not just like the 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 cam girls and and the Twitch streamers, but like YouTubers and that as well. Like if they're making content that's entertaining to people, and like people are willing to chuck them a, co- a couple of quid here and there, whatever they can afford, then fair enough. Like the way uh, it works lot- is you get this and chat is, uh, pings up a big message, and the way Marley does it is he reads out the super chat so you can talk directly mm-hmm. to him and some folk like that, you know. It's a bit of interaction as well that he's doing. Like, don't get me wrong, he already chatted his life, but um, he makes a priority, obviously, to read the, um, the super chats. Yeah. Yeah. Are you typing so, right now? I'm deleting emails because I'm sorry. Right. It's, <laughs> Cause uh, it's very loud. I'm like, could you? Could you? <laughs> sorry. Do it quieter. Obviously, I haven't had access to my um, <clears throat> iCloud emails. Hmm. And uh, now I've just, I've got like 178 notifications just hitting the delete button one by one to get through all these like 15% off offers it's like I wish it would do what my uh, Gmail does or um, even my Outlook and would filter them into crap you know like so it's mm. basically got like the focused email box I think it's Outlook that does it um, you know, I don't like that I hate that because I'm like where's the other emails and and then you go like you click another button and it's like oh there they are hidden away from me that I, where I can't yeah see but I, I like it it's not for everybody but yeah that gets rid of you've got a Twitter You've got um, points coming to you through Facebook. You'll go away. Obviously, like if there's anything that pops up there, you can go in and say this is not like a, not a spam, but like they call it, is it social media? I can't remember what the tabs are, but it splits them into tabs so that you only get notifications for your main ones. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I watched this week, uh, Walking Dead and, and Cam. Yes. Do you know what made me think of Cameron? <laughs> I'm like, Cameron should watch this movie. <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm tempted to tweet him and be like, this movie's about you, mate. You need to watch it. 
Maybe he has seen it. Cameron watches a lot of films. He, he does watch a lot of films. I don't know if he's that keen on like like the Netflix movies after uh, after the Cloverfield Paradox. <laughs> that whole um, argument. Uh, That's a great movie. And he he hated it. <laughs> I like that movie, and I can't wait for the next. One. Uh, Overlord's apparently definitely not a Cloverfield movie, but yeah. I don't know if I believe that or not. Still, I know it's so hard to like go. Yeah, but well, it was definitely not a Cloverfield movie. But is it really? <laughs> yeah, because you were kind of saying that about other things as well. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, what's the, like, what's the movie? Super 8? Like, it seems like it's a Cloverfield movie as well. Yeah. It's and not. It seems, I know, I know, I know, like, it's the same way as, like, there's this one where they're like, oh, it's definitely not a Cloverfield movie, but there's a lot of, like, similar ideas and, like, themes in that in it. Yeah, but the, like, side of the train, you could easily work it into the Cloverfield universe, you know? Yep. I really like how that that universe is like been totally different movies. Like it's crazy, <laughs> and and it's I mean, been exp- explained now with the the paradox movie how yep. the timelines were created and stuff. So I love that movie. Was that this year or was that last year? That was this. Was it this year? No, I think it was this year, man. Year. No, I think it was this year. Yeah, definitely after Lexi was born. No, was it? I think it might have been last year. Yeah, oh no, it does say 2018 actually, to be fair. February, sorry, no, you're right, February. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's good then. That'll uh, definitely be in my top 10 movies or top 5 movies. Yeah. I've read up doing. my movies. That'll definitely be in it. Oh, yeah, that'll be mine, yeah. But yeah, that's all I watched. Nice. So, oh, done. <laughs> Um, so let's move on to level A part of the show. The password you've used on this Mac is used to access your Apple ID. Oh, it's my Mac password. Part of show where we talk about Mac passwords. Oh my god! Yeah, because I thought it was my iCloud password, but it's not. It was my password. So anyway, let's move on to level A, and this is the part of the show where we talk about all oh, the TV and all the movies. No, 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 no. Nope. Sorry, I'm, I'm reading something else. <laughs> Live it up, the part of the show where we talk about all the videos we've played throughout the week, but most importantly, the video game news. So, Andy, what's been happening in the video game news? You get you get down for that. <laughs> the um, <laughs> um, so the uh, yeah. So first of all, um, Outrun's coming to Switch. I never liked Outrun. Did you like Outrun? Um, not really. No, I didn't really like it either. And oh, okay, right. It's, Good that it's coming. I'd rather play other Sega games. Like, give me like, give me Burning Rangers or Fantasy Star Online or like a Panzer Dragoon Saga. Like the games that people actually want to play that are actually like great fucking games that aren't available in other places. Like, come yeah. on, give me, give me the, give me the goods. I'm just waiting for them to like to one day turn around and go, okay, we'll see all the things that people have been asking for over the years. Things like fucking Shenmue remasters and uh, Shenmue Three. That are finally coming. Um, I, I want them to do that with like all their properties, and not just. What the one same would you want ones. most of all? Fantasy Star Online Two. <laughs> it did come out, just not where you stay. It just didn't come out in in Europe at all, <laughs> like ever. Like, I mean, okay, I could go and play it on a Japanese server on my PC, but fuck that, <laughs> no way. Because um, it is still active in that, but. Um, yeah. But they could easy do that on Switch now. No problem. And they told to. me it was coming to Vita. And it was my most anticipated game for about three it years was. running. 
and it never it's never ever come. <laughs> and it's so annoying. You need to get Chavo to get it over in Australia as well, so that he can do the typing while you play and then vice versa. <laughs> That'd be awesome if you could get that to happen. That would be amazing. I mean Live like stream. see see to be fair, like if if that ever does if like Fantasy Star online whatever like comes out to anything like I, I would legit just buy him whatever console it comes out on. And ship it to him. Well, not even ship it to him. I'd buy it like an Australian one and and, and get it sent to him. And a copy of and a copy of the game, and so I can so play it with him. Choice. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, right, I've bought you this. You need to play it with me, okay? <laughs> See, so this isn't news, but um, Tanglewood obviously shipped this week, and I got my copy. Mm. However, it took me about three hours to build up the courage to open it because I had one of those like security stickers on it with number on it because obviously these aren't coming to retail. Um, yep. It's getting released in other systems about like Xenocrisis but the Mega Drive ones was numbered so I had to peel it off because I didn't want to cut it in half and obviously one of the corners was going to get screwed and I've stuck mm-hmm. it in the inside but it was so nice opening and I chose the um, the modern blue instead of the original black because I felt this is a new Tangle this is a new Mega Drive game it shouldn't be the black from the Mega Drive 1 it should be the blue for the Mega Drive 2 because it's new and it took me three hours to open it and I opened it and it was so lovely just seeing this box we'll talk about the box like later on in the show but like (laughs) and we'll talk about what like I'll talk about the rest anyway but it was just so lovely a shout out to the guys at Big Evil Corp. They've done a superb job in this. And the guy that made it, um, Matt Phillips, he developed it with the technology that they had available during the Mega Drive era as well. So that's insane. Whereas Zero Crisis has obviously been made on PC as far as I'm aware, or maybe even a Mac, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, that's that's some achievement. And it's finally shipped. The Dreamcast port's coming soon as well, but it's not an enhanced edition by any means. It's just a port. We did have a review code for ROMs, but... We'll talk about it later during what I've played, why we're holding back on it, and what reasons we did for not covering it. And I've also told the reasons to the developer, and he's more than happy and understanding of why we've done this. So, nice, 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 nice. Um, aye, okay. <laughs> you derailed me there. Like, what Sorry. you talking about? <laughs> I know, I know. Um, I was just looking there, like, yeah, we we don't buy Tanglewood yet. That's weird. You will, you will buy Tanglewood. Imagine. I don't know about the I don't know about the Mega Drive version because it's not like a official Mega Drive cart. But you like, yeah, they're bring, I'm sure they're bringing out a physical version for some of the other consoles, are they not? Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I can't remember who's putting it out, like, but uh, I would imagine we'll buy those because like, there's a couple, there's a company over here that does. Um, I forget what they're called, like Super Limited or something like that. It does Switch yeah. games, and we buy all those. I think because the ones are the ones are all Peggy rated and all that. And we buy all them ones, and even the limited run ones, and limited run games ones. I'm sure we buy them. Doesn't matter because some retro games can four. Yeah, so yeah. I think it's more because this is like a new one. But anyway, I don't know. Maybe we'll buy it at some point. Um, so other news, uh, Valve, has, Valve has pulled the plug on Steam Link hardware. It's now a dead dead tech. Not surprising because you can literally do it from your now with an additional piece of technology. Yep, you can do it through your phone and everything now. Um, I don't know, like, I don't know if you can cast it from your phone to your TV. 
But um, if that ability is not available yet, then it will be. It will be. Because how much more convenient is it for you, like, rather than plugging yeah. this fucking thing in, hooking it all up and logging in and all that shit and using their, like... Stream it from your phone uh, or even an app for a smart TV, for fuck's sake. Well, yeah, I, I don't know if they would do that. They'll be like, on your phone, and imagine you just cast it to any TV or any device. Like, I could use, like, say I've got it up on my phone, D-Link logged in, able to play. I could fucking cast it to my Xbox. <laughs> this is very true. Like, and and cool, that would be fine. I don't imagine, like, the Xbox controller would work. Maybe it would if I hooked it to my, uh, to my phone. But, like, yeah, I mean, th- that's the way the future's headed, for sure. Um, I- I'm sure Microsoft said something at their event a wee while back as well, that they're, like, revamping <coughs> the Windows Store and stuff. So, like, I would really prefer it if they got rid of the Windows Store completely and just made it, like, an Xbox store on the PC that you could play all your, like, Xbox games in. And that would give you your Xbox available to play on your PC. I, I would be so happy with that. Like, if I could see if I could play any of my Xbox One games on my PC, like, say, digital ones that I owned, like, that would be fucking awesome, rather than going through their Windows Store garbage. Because I remember having huge issues, like, playing uh, ReCore, like, on PC. <laughs> through the fucking stupid Windows Store. But anyway, um... No Man's Sky Visions update came out. It has rainbows. It has rainbows, Ali. And fireworks. And much more. Yay. I mean, would you go back to No Man's Sky at this point ever? Ellie? Can you hear me? Hello? Cannot hear him. Can you hear me now? Oh yeah, he now. Oh, sorry, I was playing about with sounds. Um, is it free? Yeah, the update is free. Yeah. Am I coming through quiet or something? No, no, you're fine. All oh, right, I was just mucking about with sounds. Um, it's free. I don't know. Like, I've... I don't know how much value my PlayStation Four still has at the moment, apart from Shenmue Three. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I mean, you've got No Man's Sky Digital. You could always read it on it. Yeah, but with a 500 We could play multiplayer. We could with play a 500. Yeah, I know when you actually will play multiplayer. <laughs> I'm not being uh, I'll, not consider I'll consider it, which is better than no. <laughs> it, means, it means no, but I'm being nice about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've got a slight... I'm not a nasty person, but I have got slightly nicer um, since my daughter was born. <laughs> I have, <laughs> I think. You've got nicer since you stopped drinking the red wine on the show. I'll say that. <laughs> no, no, I just mean in general. I mean, like in general. Right. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, red red wines are ridiculous. But I haven't, I haven't had like a, a a drink drink since like January last year, so. I mean, I ha- like the most I've had, the only drink I've had since then was I had a pint of cider to get on the plane down to London and I had a pint of cider on the way back up. So it's two pints of cider. And <laughs> I had a coffee with rum that Michael was complaining about too much in Italy that I just took off him and just necked it so that we could leave the shop because it was more than it was too strong. Um, but no, I'm fine. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't miss it. Like this non-alcoholic Copenberg's lovely. It's just juice at that point. <laughs> it is actually still cider. It's just not fermented. You don't have to have, like America does it, they get like cider that's not alcoholic. 
it said, you know, the warm apple cider they do at Christmas and stuff. Mm. I hate yeah. the taste of non-alcoholic. Booze. You wouldn't know the difference. Hate it. I would. Not with this. Not with this pure stuff. I've Apart tasted it before. No heart, yeah, but it doesn't give you heartburn. That's the one thing. Like I had to see. I love Strongbows, you know, and like it gave me so bad heartburn. I had to go and buy a packet of Rennies for like eighteen quid at the airport in London. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Yeah. I don't think I've ever had heartburn from drinking cider. I was nearly, I was nearly sick one like one time not that long ago, but it was because there was uh, it was apple flavouring in the in the cider, and I'm allergic to apple flavouring. Mm-hmm. I'm not joking. <laughs> like I'm, I'm actually <laughs> allergic to apple flavouring. I'm not mm. allergic to real apples though. See anything that's made with real apples is fine. It won't be apple flavouring, it'll be something a chemical that's it's in the, it. Yeah, it's the chemical that they put in the apple flavouring, but I've had it from uh drinking I think it was Old Mount and it was like uh apple and <laughs> something else, I can't remember. Um but I can drink like pure apple juice, absolutely well, no problem. And it's I, a bit I had like, it from um, apple vodka as well. It's a bit like I'm allergic to beer, but like Guinness is fine. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it's not actually beer, it's something that's used in ah, the yeah, process yeah. of making it. Well, yeah, it's just like whatever whatever chemical they use to make yeah. the apple flavouring. Because uh, apple tango as well, can't drink that. Yeah. Cool. But I love apple juice. Like, the apple awesome and elderflower juice. <laughs> you know, the apple and elderflower juice that I had that I sent you the picture of? That was fucking yeah. awesome. This this is it's awesome really video game news. Yeah, uh, Pokemon Go Let's Go has sold uh, 3 million copies in its first week and it becomes the fastest selling game on Switch. The fastest selling game on Switch? Yes. Which is not surprising. It's a Pokemon game. No. no. We'll, we'll talk about it more in a wee bit. Um, apparently, people have already got copies of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, I've seen that. It's been leaked and uh, there's ROMs available to go and download. I, don't, I imagine that you play it on PC somehow. I would. I would, would never do that, do that though. Well, uh, there must be a like an emulator of Switch of some kind that you can download. Because how would you get it onto your Switch? Uh, oh, you can hack the Switch. Get hacked ages ago. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do this. Like, I remember even, it was Nintendo's own fault. They came out and said it's unhackable. I was like, mm-hmm. it's only a matter of time. Like that's just a, a putting a target on your back. Nintendo mm. coming out with that. Like if they weren't working in Switch already, they're going to work even faster now to prove you wrong. Mm. And it was something to do with exploit through the uh, connecting to browser through the Wi-Fi that they done it that way. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, uh, see, to be fair, see, to be honest, at this point, I don't think I would ever ever pirate a game, with the one exception of the games that are on my SNES Mini. <laughs> yeah, same. Which are technically pirated, but at the end of the day, if Nintendo puts out, yeah, exactly. Like if if Nintendo does put out, like say, because I wanted to play Donkey Kong Country two and three, and they weren't on the the SNES Mini, and so if they do, and when if and when they do put them out on the Switch, I will buy them on the Switch because I would much rather play them there. Yeah, of course, I will actually so, play them there. <laughs> there's some games that the licenses have lapsed, like the McDonald's Warriors one and stuff. Yeah. Android, the, the McDonald's is never going to like authorize that to be brought out again. So yeah, and I mean, and if I was being legit about it and buying a legit copy to play on like a legit SNES, then Nintendo isn't getting any money off me for doing that anyway. That's the way I look at it. There's no money from the second-hand market. This half the studios that made don't get me wrong, some of the Nintendo games, I'm like you, I'd rebuy them anyway on the Switch. Yeah. 
but some of the games the studio doesn't even exist anymore you know like the license isn't available anymore it's for a movie that's never going to renew the license they're never going to come back to store shelves you know that's the way I can look at it I'm not saying it's right but you're not doing anyone out a job 20 years down the line like from their game being released you know for like Virgin Interactive Studios like you're never going to get the Lion King officially released again don't get me wrong they had the Disney collection I'll take that back they might Disney might be an exception that was a bad example I mean they um, never did the Lion King though like that that never ever came out I think that might be to do with the rights like Virgin Mm. I'm sure that was Virgin that done that yeah yeah. they're no longer and I'm sorry I'm not taking any money from Richard Branson like (laughs) he's got fucking strips of the moon <laughs> with those games, if they if they did come out to Switch, then I would one hundred percent happily buy them. I would, I would buy the Lion King again. Um, I would buy Aladdin again. Yep, yep, hundred percent. If they brought them out a legitimate way or in a collection, like they done the afternoon pack with Chip and Dale and stuff, I would hundred yep. percent buy that again. I'd pay ten pounds happily, even more for Aladdin probably if they done like. Mm. Um, I don't even want a remaster of it. Just get it on the Switch or even in the Xbox. I'll buy it. Definitely. Yeah, just bought it. That's fine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of like hacked stuff and hacked super, <laughs> super uh, NES minis, um, super, that's a weird way to say that. Uh, SNES minis, yes. hacked SNES minis. Um, someone in Japan called Miyamoto was arrested for uh, selling <laughs> modded Super Famicom minis. So that's he's right. obviously hacked them, put all the games on them, and then selling them online. <laughs> I'm, I would imagine at a marked up price. Probably, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, I don't know how easy it is to do now. Because there's been a big clampdown on the on the ROM sites and stuff like that, so mm-hmm. there might not it might not be as easy to do it now. But like when we did it, it was relatively easy and straightforward and painless. Like I would say that it took me maybe forty minutes to do, maybe an hour. Yeah, that's why I'm very glad that I got my NES and SNES when I did. Because if you'd held off till Nintendo restocked and they'd done this, you it's not exact. I'm not saying it's not doable, but I'm I'm saying it's not as easy as when we done it. No, definitely not. Um, and like I, I wouldn't redistribute the program or anything like like that. So, if no, this is mine now. Coming to me asking for uh, the the program and stuff, then you're out of luck. <laughs> yeah, that's. And, not I, and I, I wouldn't, nice I wouldn't say, I wouldn't sell the this nice many either. Like even though I, no, I, I don't no. think I've, I don't think I've used it for quite a while at this point. Like um, it's still something that I want to keep in my collection because I do like, I did like the SNES back in the day and I like having those games available to me right now should I ever want to play them and, or should I ever want to let Bethany play any of them. Oh, well, yeah, I, did let her, I did let her play quite a lot of them and she wasn't like keen on very many of them at all. A lot of them are quite hard at this point. Yeah, but if she becomes <laughs> an avid gamer when she's older, yeah. and she goes, Dad, if you still get that thing, you can be, I do. Let me tell you a story about when me and Ali had me. <laughs> wow, you can't do that anymore, can you? But no. What do you mean you physically connected it? <laughs> What's uh, yeah. You know, well, Bethany won't be asking that, but Lexi no. could grow up going, What's Yeah, wireless charging, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, just, you just set your phone on the counter and it charges, like... <laughs> Yeah, that could, like, that's technically that, that technology is available, Andy. So yeah, man. Like, mm. <laughs> and uh, like, or they won't have any any ports or headphone jacks or anything like that because all the headphones will be wireless. Oh, the what? Sorry. All the headphones will be wireless because and there'll be no headphone jacks or anything like that. Well, that's the way it's going anyway. Yeah. So, it's, like, I mean, even in this MacBook, I've got three ports. I've got a headphone jack and two USB C, and that's it. Mm. 
But I mean, Mac were one of the first ones. Right, I was watching like for work um, Steve Jobs videos to like get pointers and stuff of the way that he sold stuff. And do you remember when the Mac got rid of the physical CD drive for the first time and everyone went mental? Like, what are you doing? Like, we need the DVD drive. You need a CD drive. And they're like, <laughs> but you don't. You're not going to. Love or hate Apple, Steve Jobs seen the way things were going before normal people. Mm. Like yeah, 100%, definitely. 100%. I can't comment on Apple these days. But, I mean, like, Steve Jobs, when he done that, I watched the conference and he's like, no, like, everyone clapped after every announcement. And then he goes, and there are no physical CD, DVD drives on the new, I think it was the Power Mac or the Power iMac or whatever it was, Power PC. And mm. the audience just went silent. Like, nothing. <laughs> and I remember, see, that that sparked a memory of, I remember everybody going absolutely nuts for that. Like, oh, it's absolutely ridiculous what they're doing. Why are they doing away with CD and DVD drive? And he's like, but there is an available one that you can connect via USB if you mm, want to buy yeah. it for £99. But look at it now. When was the last time you used your disk drive, drive in your computer? So I used my disk drive on my computer, which, bear in mind, I built my own computer, so I yeah. bought a DVD or a... Yeah, it's a DVD drive. I bought a DVD drive yeah. and put, like, separately and put that into my computer. I have used it one time, which is when I put the Windows disk into my PC to install yeah. the Windows on the first day that I used my PC, and I have never used the uh, DVD drive again since that at all whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I paid the extra to get a DVD writer disc, and do you know the last time <laughs> I used it? When I'd done hospital radio, when I had to burn a CD. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the last time I used it. Yeah, um, I've, I've never burned a CD on it, like, never uh, ripped a... I've never even ripped an audio CD from this or anything, like, no. at all. Because I had, like, because uh, I ripped, I used to rip a lot of stuff onto my old computer, because yeah. I've got, like, I do have a lot of CDs which are not available online, like, stuff from, like, my band and things like that, and that I've got, like, the backup recordings on CD, but because I had already ripped it onto my old PC, I just, like, copied the files over and, and brought them with me to the new PC. So I don't really ever need to do that again. So I, on the next PC build, it does not need a, a disk drive at all. Yeah, but this is, I don't know, I'm just trying to see what year it was. Um, 2010, right? So this was eight, almost nine years ago. Hmm. He announced the, the CD drive. No, it was no floppy drive at first. And then he said there was no CD drive in 2012. Hmm. So two years later, like in 2010, Matt killed the floppy disk. And in 2012, they killed the need for a CD drive. And now it's even crazier. Like, see if this Mac had a CD drive, I'd be like, why is it, what's the point in this? Like, what am I going to use this for? <laughs> but it, that's what I mean. It's just like watching that guy and like the way his mind worked and the way that he seen technology going was incredible. And I'm not just saying it was just him. He was obviously the figurehead. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit like saying mm. that Barack Obama, I'm not even using Donald Trump as an example, but like Barack Obama was a smart man. He's a perfect example, but mm. you know, he's just the figurehead for his party. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's still the party that's in office. You know, it's yeah. not just him that's running the country. It's a bit like Theresa May in this country. She's the figurehead. She's like the leader she's, of her group, but it is still her party that's she's running the country. She's not this country's leader. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You know what I'm saying, yeah. right? He, she, she was in charge. Like yeah. Tony Blair was in charge. George Bush was in no. charge. There, you know, it's like this. It's just an example. It's just an example. Steve Jobs is the figurehead. 
but he did have some input, obviously. But just the way that they thought back then of we don't we're not we're never going to need the disc drive, and the audience goes silence. And this was only six years ago. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like everyone was like, "That's insane." And they probably said the same about the floppy disk drive in 2010. Why have you not got a floppy like, disk drive on it? Now when you buy now when you buy Windows, it just comes on a USB stick. <laughs> or you just download it from the site. Like, yeah, I could exactly. download it right now and it would just say, you need to activate this copy of Windows and it would have the watermark, but I could download it right now, the full version. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love how technology moves on so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, moving on with the video game news. Um, Take Two has apparently abandoned the trademark to uh, Agent. <laughs> Goodbye, Agent. Boo. Uh, Nintendo started to celebrate Christmas just as early as you, Ali, by putting a uh, Super Mario Odyssey Christmas outfit available now. It's quite expensive to buy in the shop, those like thousands of coins, like 9,999 coins. So, fuck that. <laughs> I'm not going back to play. Santa, I don't want a Santa not, Mario. No, I don't want a Santa Mario. Either. I'm not going back to play Mario Odyssey because they put a Santa outfit in it. Like, give me something actual real. Like, I'd happily even pay for like a new DLC world. That's true. Like, <laughs> no problem. Like, if they go, oh, here's just Mario Odyssey DLC. It's a new world or two new worlds. Brilliant. Take my money. But yeah, here's a free update with a fucking Santa outfit. No, thank you. Why don't did we not do the Santa kids. outfit last year? Like, yeah. When the game was actually relevant. I mean, the the game's not relevant at this point this year. If you've never had a Switch, it is. Um, Maybe. Yeah, it's a good game. Oh, Ross had Christmas last week for some reason. Because his family can't get together. Because I think his sister stays in London and his mum still stays down like a Gaelisha. So, uh, Merry Christmas to Ross. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas, Ross. That was so strange. Um, Batman Arkham Collection looks like it is coming out on November twenty seventh. What, is, what, is, what is the point? In this? It, what's the point? Is this, in this actually? Wait, is this actually out? No, I don't know. But what's the point in it? So basically, it just combines all the th- all three Arkham games that are already available on uh, on PS four and Xbox One, and obviously PC as well. Yeah, but what's the point is in it? Is it, is it a heavily reduced price or something? Yeah, but like it includes Batman, Arkham Asylum, Arkham uh, Knight, and uh, Arkham uh, City, and all the DLC that was out for them. Is it reduced though? Um, it is out. It is out now on PS4. Um, certainly in America, it's out. Came out today. Um, it's sixty dollars for the three games. So it's not really reduced because you could easily buy the games for cheaper than that. And all the DLC, I'm sure. I wonder if it came out in the UK as well. Uh, it did not come out in the UK today, so out in America now, not out in the UK yet. Yeah, if it had Origins in it, that would be slightly more tempting, but nope. Um, Billy Mitchell, who's the guy who at one time had the uh, Donkey Kong points record um, he and then and I don't know if you remember but a few months ago uh, all his records were stripped because he was found to have uh, emulated a game and um, they, they, they thought he might have been cheating but he has uh, now live streamed him playing uh, 1.050100 uh, point 
Donkey Kong game, which is like which was his record from back in the day, to shut the haters up. Um, to to be fair, like, uh, uh, that's fair enough to him. He's obviously tried to reclaim his name, and he's obviously been training for a while to do that because it's fucking hard to like to be that good at Donkey Kong. Like I, I've got nowhere near that ever in playing Donkey Kong, and I'm sure you're the same. I don't like that game though. So. Yeah, I'm saying I'm not a fan of that game at all. Like, uh, I, I like the fact that they took the characters from that game and made good games out of them down the line. That's so yeah. But yeah, that game itself is not a good game. Um, Pokemon Let's Go is the fourth best-selling product on Black Friday in the US. Again, it's not, not really just surprising. <laughs> yeah, but it's not really surprising because like, it just came out and there wasn't really any sales on it particularly apart from I seen a couple on Amazon UK where it was like you could buy FIFA and that for like sixty five quid, which is a good deal. Like on Switch. But then the, probably the best deal was Call of Duty Four Black Ops and Battlefield Five, which had only come out the week before for sixty quid. That was the best one. Well, I mean, they start, they had Fallout as well, like Battlefield Five and Fallout for like sixty five, like mm. Fallout seventy six, which is they crazy. Were both out the game like because they. Yeah, they both came out like just like in, in days before that. Like, holy fuck! I think this has been like, I think they've like Amazon's probably had like an idea of what sort of sale they wanted to do, and like I think EA and Bethesda have come in and asked them to add like Battlefield to this and partner it with other games to try and boost their sales because I don't think Battlefield Five sold well, and we'll get to that in a minute. And same with Fallout Seventy Six, I don't think that sold particularly well either. Um, there's a rumour kicking about that Skyward Sword is potentially going to be coming to Switch and maybe mobile as well. Like, I saw something about it coming to mobile. I, I, think, I think the mobile licence is just for Switch. Maybe, yeah, but like, uh, but Switch, yeah, I could see that coming. And I've never played Skyward Sword, so I would definitely buy it on Switch. What do you think of like them doing... Uh, okay. What do you think of them doing like a, a Legends of Zelda collection on the Switch? Like a physical, a physical cart, like media that had like Ocarina Majora's Mask, like Skyward Sword, uh, Twilight Princess on it. When did we I come? couldn't care less about it being physical, but just like a Zelda pack, like of all the old Zelda games, like would be fucking awesome. Like the Zelda collection. Remember they did it on uh, the GameCube back in the day of the older Zeldas, and it had like that. Uh, you need to restart. He's restarted. So they did it on the GameCube back in the day and it had like some of the older Zelda's on it so it had like Ocarina and that on it as well as like uh, Link to the Past and stuff. And, uh, and that was really cool to be able to play them on, on the GameCube at the time. So um, I think it would be even more it would be even more cool to be able to play these games now on Switch. Especially if they give you the up, more updated versions like on the... Because the, obviously they've remastered um, Ocarina and Majora's Mask on the 3DS before. So I'm sure it couldn't take them too much effort to port them over to Switch. And they would, they would absolutely rake it doing that, no problem. Uh, Splatoon 2 is getting its final content update next month, finally. <laughs> uh, I reckon Splatoon 3 will be maybe next year. Uh, Splatoon 2 is good. I've kind of not played it for a while. They had a lot of issues with hackers and stuff like that, but it is it is coming along. It's still still well highly played. Are you back now, Ali? Yeah, sorry, apologies. Yeah. I was downloading the Razor sign apps thing and I'd clicked install thinking nothing of it and then it just went ding, restarting. I'm like, no, 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 because if I say it was doing it in the background and I didn't click restart, yeah, I'm fine now. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, um, Nintendo's also secured their smartphone trademarks for Kirby's Dreamland, Art Academy, and Bowser's Inside Story. Uh, it makes mm. sense. Like, the, I, again, I, to be fair, I don't know. Maybe Dreamland would be good on Switch, but I wouldn't play Art Academy or the Bowser game, which is, I think, was a Mario and Luigi one. Yeah, it was like a puzzle. Those, yeah, those, those are not really my cup of tea. Uh, the uh, Smash Bros. Uh, Ultimate Piranha Plant Amiibo is apparently going to cause some trouble for collectors. Why is it going to cause trouble? Limited. It's going to be hard and to it's get. Sold out already. Yeah. Okay. Limited and sold out. The usual for Amiibos on their first wave, they always fucking sell out, and then they're you can get them for extortionate prices online. But they then they, they tend to restock them though <laughs> nowadays. So the, the the rarity of them has gone down a lot. There's very few of them that they've not reprinted. Like Sonic's one of them, they've never reprinted them. So he's really hard to get hold of. I think Cloud's the same. Because they never reprinted them after the first run. They might do it again for uh, for Smash Ultimate though because there's a, there is that box thing in Japan you can buy and it's got all the Amiibos in it. Or all the Smash Amiibos anyway. Um, so, E.G. Aonoma wants players to decide how Breath of the Wild connects to the existing Zelda timeline. So basically, kind of leaving it up to you as to where it connects in. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know Zelda timeline or lore or anything like that. A Zelda game is just a Zelda game to me. I, I count them all as standalone. Couldn't care less if they fit into their crazy timeline. Nope. Like, did you not read into it or was it Fraser that read into it with a book and everything? I, I did read into it, yeah. And it's cool that they've done it, but it doesn't have to. They don't have to fit together. Like, I accept it like a Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I prefer to think of them just as like Final Fantasy games where they're all standalone, but they've got similar themes and uh, like some of the monsters and stuff like that crossover. And obviously, in Zelda, like, Link and Zelda are always there. Tinkle? Tinkle was not in Breath of the Wild. Sad face. Tink- Tingle, sorry, not Tinkle. <laughs> Tingle the Tinkler. Uh, Battlefield 5's physical sales were down more than half on uh, Battlefield 1. Okay. Again, this is like we, this is kind of a trend to be fair. Like with almost every big game that comes out, the sales, physical sales, seems to be down quite a lot on the on the uh, on the previous games. Like because obviously, a lot of people are moving to digital now. Like like you bought Battlefield 5 digital. Like I, yeah. I didn't buy it, but. Um, but chances are, like, if you're buying it digital, there's a lot of people out there that would buy it digital, especially with their, like all their early access and stuff like that. When you buy it digital and things, so it makes total sense. And a lot of people have moved over to being completely digital on most consoles. Uh, so we've also got the top ten here. Um, the new releases for this week: uh, Farming Simulator uh, charted in sixteenth place, and uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine charted in thirtieth. Have you heard of Bendy and the Ink Machine before? No, no. So I've I've bought this game for uh, not for me for Bethany because it's like it's kind of like a kids horror game with like slight jump scares in it, but they're like cartoony kind of jump scares. But it looks all right, and uh, there is there's what I, me and Bethany went shopping like I don't know it was a few weeks ago now, and uh, we went into like the A One Comics. Mm-hmm. And like she's uh, she started getting into like Five Nights at Freddy's and stuff like that, um, stuff that like all kids that kind of age like are into because that's just 
it's what's popular on YouTube, so it's what they come across. Um, and so we, like, we've played some of the, the games and stuff like that, and she's started to like get in, interested in the characters and things like that. So like she was looking for that stuff, but like we noticed that they had like the ben, they had bendy toys there as well. So like that's what they're kind of trying to get this to be is like the new like Five Nights at Freddy's, and it looks a lot better than that to be fair. Like in terms of the actual the actual game. So we've we've got it on on Switch and Santa will bring that at Christmas, and she she will get to play it. It's funny because like earlier on earlier on this year she was like asking if she could get it because it's it's been out on PC for a while, and like I watched some some like gameplay of it and I'm like nah you're too young for this. Okay. But like uh, that was maybe six months ago <laughs> when she was talking about that, and I was like and now it's coming to Switch. I was like well I'll just I'll just buy it and she's probably old enough at this point and mature enough that like she can play that as long as like she's playing it with me. And like, because we played like that Hello Neighbor and stuff like that, and like, oh, right, yeah. that was it's kind of like it's not as colorful as that right enough, but like it's kind of along the similar sort of scare as that. It's a very cartoony scare, I would say. But uh, but but she like she wanted it at that time, so like I've I've got it for her. And she can get that at Christmas. Um, so the top ten is uh, for this week. Uh, number ten, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Uh, number nine, Spiral Trilogy. Number eight, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Number seven, Fallout seventy six. Number six, Marvel Spider Man. Uh, five, Forza Horizon four. Four, Battlefield five. Three, Red Dead Redemption two. Two, Call of Duty Black Ops four. Number one, FIFA back at uh, FIFA nineteen back at number two, uh, number one. Hmm. So like obviously some of those games have been pushed, boosted Seems. a lot by like Black Black Friday sales like FIFA and uh, and Black Ops Four and that because they they got not heavy heavy discounts but they definitely got uh, discounts anyway. Like FIFA was about thirty like between twenty five and thirty you could get for in some places and like Call of Duty was like thirty odd so it makes sense. And same with Mario Kart as well. Like it will be in a lot of bundles, and a lot of people haven't just picked up switches with uh, Pokemon <clears> or <throat> bought Mario Kart as well. Darksiders three is out today. Yeah, Darksiders three came out today. <laughs> to no fanfare no, at no all. Fanfare whatsoever. Like the only reason I've seen it is because obviously like Discord's got a store, and I just clicked on mm. it. I went Darksiders three. When's that next year? Nope, today. Today, right out right now. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay. And it wasn't like a stealth release or anything like that. It's been it was announced quite a while ago. Like soon they're the remasters. Like I think it was one of them they put out earlier on this year. Like they announced the release date for this back then. And they they stuck to the release date. I think it's a stupid time to release that game to be honest. Like that game is dead in the water basically coming out today. Um <laughs> I seen a couple of people like doing unboxings of it on, on Twitter and like of the uh the special edition. The special edition's fucking huge. Like it, it's just ridiculously big. I see somebody like, like a big, put it up. like rectangle pack. Is that what it is? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I seen somebody put a picture up of of it up on their couch, like a three seater couch, and it's like the full length of the couch. <laughs> like, it's just ridiculous. Um, like, did that series need a third game? Like, what? Did... No, probably not. No. I didn't really like it to be honest. Like, I felt some yeah. people like comparing it to Zelda and stuff like that. I'm like, no, it's where, like it. where are you getting this from? Like, and I played the first one quite a bit. Yeah. Maybe the second one was. I don't know. I mean, I only played the first one and it was alright, but like not something that I would ever want to go back to. But And I'm definitely not interested in the third one. Um, so the uh, December's Games with Gold got announced right. for this month. And uh, the <laughs> it's, it's funny, so the the big kind of deal that everyone's <clears> making <throat> about is that there's a Xbox original game in it called Mercenaries. So I've never played this, so you you said you've played this, yeah? 
I've played both of them. Like I never finished the second one, but the first one was. I, I don't think it will have aged well, but you might like it mm. because it's an open world game with destruction. It reminds me of Red Faction in third person. Okay, but um, I mean, it's an it, Xbox original game, man. Like it's gonna look and yeah, like shit at this point. Although to be fair, I've I've only played a couple of like original Xbox games on the on the Xbox One, and uh, I think one of them was called Fusion Frenzy, and that was actually a lot of fun. Like uh, obviously it's like kind of PS2 sort of era, so like it it's a wee bit different from like how they make games nowadays. But uh, I had a lot of fun playing that. You can just play myself. Yeah. Like a lot more fun than I thought I was gonna have. I thought I'd play it for five minutes and turn it off because it looked awful. But I mean, it didn't. It didn't look like a new game or anything like that. But it looked all right enough, and it was definitely fun to play. So I mean, maybe I'll give this one a shot. Um, the other games that are coming are a uh, Cube Two. That's a puzzle game. Um. And uh, that's on Xbox One, and uh, Dragon Age Two is on 360. Backs compatible, obviously. And the the one that I wanted to definitely highlight is a game called Never Alone. Mm-hmm. So, did you ever play this? Nope. So this game, I I reviewed it actually back in the day, and and this is how I'll get I'll get segue into the other thing that the, the surprise that I wanted to have for you. And now I, I was looking for my review, and my review is like not there on like on the website and it's dead um like the text just doesn't show up and there's no score for it but so i don't know if i ever actually did review it but i definitely spoke about it on the show but anyway this this game is basically like a 2d platformer that um that you play as like a, a, a little inuit kid and you've got like a fox that comes around with you and he's okay. kind of like a, a spirit <clears throat> animal sort of thing and the game is amazing like it's one of the best like 2D platformers that I've ever played like puzzle platformer and it's it's nice and it tells a really good story like really good it's uh, it was developed by um or in conjunction with anyway the, like an actual Inuit tribe so like they went to like the developers went to these people and they they talked to them and they got like a bunch of like stories and stuff like that and mythology from them and all of that's in the game and it's uh, they've got like a couple of like many documentaries and stuff like that embedded in the game as well that you can watch and their interviews and stuff with uh, actual people that are from the tribe and stuff uh, it's fucking amazing mm. that game like uh, I would highly highly recommend playing it it's quite short as well like it's only maybe a couple hours long um, <clears throat> and it's relatively easy to get through and uh, it's it's really really good and so when that comes to gold uh, when that comes to gold like definitely play it okay like it, it reminds me a lot about let's see if like Valiant Hearts The Great War oh god you know, no, I'm never it, it, it. no no it, it reminds me of that but it's probably better than that if, it, if anything no not playing it but please play this game because it's fucking amazing. It's and I think it's really it's really been underplayed. So and it was 2015 this game came out. But yeah, definitely play that game. Like really, really good. Um, so that segues me nicely into what I wanted to talk about here, right? So like whilst I was looking for that review, right, I went on the, I went on the website and and uh, like I went in the review section to try and find this review and there is a link to my review but there's no review there um, and some of the, and most of the other ones they work and they're, they're not particularly well optimised now like in terms of the website but I wanted to like I seen that I had this section in the uh, on the website which was the 42 level 1's top reviewed games <laughs> yeah Super Luigi U 93% or 97% I still stand by it it was great yeah so I wanted to I wanted to to run these past you and see if you would still stand by these review scores right now um, yeah. so but first of all I thought it was important that we covered the review policy for <clears> the <throat> <Shuali. laughs> 
which is also on the website. Right, so our review policy is, it is the policy here at 42 that we <coughs> always give our honest opinions on games regardless of whether they were provided as a review copy yeah. or if we purchased the game ourselves. We cannot be bought. Yep. Which totally, um, and and then it, it, it goes on further to break down how we actually score the reviews. So, mm-hmm. full games are rated on a percentage scale of zero percent to one hundred percent, with zero being never ever buy this under any circumstance, <laughs> <laughs> and a hundred being what are you waiting for? Stop reading and go and buy it right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And then mobile and digital games, um, digital only games are rated on a scale of zero to ten, mm-hmm. with zero being avoid this even if it's free, and ten and ten. <clears throat> and 10 being are you crazy go and download it right now <clears throat> okay right so that's our review policy and to be fair it's probably still the same although we don't really score games on the show now but I would say that definitely the actual statement regarding our review policy is we cannot be bought is is very true <laughs> still yeah but we'll give so this opinion even if it cuts to the core yeah and even if it pisses like off a developer or stuff like that, like we'll still tell them, tell you guys their honest opinion. Um, so the, the the top ten reviewed games, right? So it's split into two different categories here. So we've got digital and mobile, and then we've got the full releases, right? So mm-hmm. I'll go through the the digital and mobile games. So number ten, Wolf Among Us, episode one, nine out yeah. of ten. I would say that, so, yeah. That that would be you reviewed that, um, and yeah, I would say that's probably fair. Um, Steam World Dig at number nine with nine out of ten. I would definitely stand by that. I loved that game. It was great. Um, number 8, Majestic 12 of 9 out of 10. Would you it stand by that review? Game. But 9 out of 10. I, I don't know if 9 out of 10. Um, it was solid. Maybe I would drop that to 7. Yeah, with hindsight, you're like, hmm, was it really that good? <laughs> that <laughs> was mean, the first review code we got in the first interview. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a good game, but like, I don't... I, I didn't enjoy it that much. Six um, years I think old it, now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think if it had come to like other platforms, then I would have probably enjoyed it more like on a console. But it never did. It was a PC only, that one. Yeah. Um, number seven, uh, Broken Sword 5, The Serpent's Curse, Episode 1, which I gave 9 out of 10, which never is probably a, bit, it's probably a bit generous to that game, to be honest. Like, it's probably more like a 7 to 8. Um, it, was, it was really good, to be fair, but not, not like great like that. Um... When I look back on it now, uh, number six, uh, Odd World, new and tasty, nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I I didn't like that game, <laughs> and uh, when I bought it, I really regretted buying it because I like I remembered as soon as I started playing it that I didn't like Odd World on the PS One. Mm. Uh, number five, Castle Storm, nine out of ten. I think that was me reviewed that, and oh. again, that's probably overly generous. Like it is a Castle Storm is the one by Zen. Um, that's like the tower defense one where you oh, build a castle yeah. up and you have a battle. Um, but yeah. I did play a lot of that to be fair, and like it is a good game, but it's probably like more like an eight on in hindsight rather than rather than a nine. Um, number eight. four, King Oddball, which, which is a good fun game and it's really weird and wacky. But uh, again, it, basically King Oddball is like you play as like a king that's like a rock moon guy and you've he's got a tongue this? and he he swings rocks back and forth. No, no, this was me that reviewed that one. Oh. Again, nine out of ten, probably very generous. Um, I would say that's probably more like a seven. That one, it's still a good game, but like it, I would say, Castle Storm is probably better than that. Um, number number three, Never Alone, which I gave a oh, which I gave a ten out of ten. So I do have a score here. So a ten out of ten, like 
no, uh, fucking buy this game. <laughs> like, download it on gold, definitely. Um, although I can't read my review because the text doesn't seem to be there. Um, it's scored here, 10 out of 10. And it's fucking awesome. And uh, def- I-, I would say that it's definitely worthy of that. I mean, obviously, like, it's not it's not 100% a perfect game because it's maybe a little bit too easy. But, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's really good. Absolutely, it's a must play. I'd say, um, especially when you get on gold for nothing. Um, number two, Cloudy Kingdom, ten out of ten. This was you. Uh, do you know what? Yeah, like that. That was a solid, solid game, man. We had such mm. fun in that. I remember being late for a dinner because I was trying to beat either you or a score. Yeah, that is, even though it was too difficult for me to get much further. That yeah, yeah. I, I, to be fair, I totally agree with that. Like on on that rating scale. 100%. It's a great fucking game and it's a it's kind of a travesty to be honest that it's been forgotten about. Like yeah. that that game just died on last gen and I don't imagine it'll ever come to like current gen. Obviously it's be available on PC but um like that game would be awesome on Switch. Like oh my god. <laughs> I would love to play that on Switch. But it, that game is so good. It's like a really difficult platformer that like once you learn it it's addictive as fuck. Like, so good. But if you're playing, like, retro stuff, like, on a PS3 or a 360, or, like, even if you're playing the PC stuff, then that's definitely one worth worth checking out. Um, it was the one... It was that one where you're just like, oh, just one more level. I just want to beat the next level and beat, like, Ali's level total and beat Fraser's level total and that. So, really good. And then number one, can you guess what it is, Ali? I'm sure you can. Super Luigi. No, no, no. No, no, this is just the digital and mobile games. Uh, probably one of the rooms. Yep. So the room two. Uh, yeah. Ten out of ten as well. That's yeah, that's, that's not, that's not questionable. That still <laughs> is the best game after playing the third one. I still not. But yeah, the second one, the pirate ship stands out. Any game where you can recall even one level or a character name, mm. uh, years after playing it, is a a solid game. Like, well, not always for the best reasons, but yeah, the the room <laughs> series is phenomenal. Yeah, I I, to- I totally stand by that as well. Like that's uh, that's a good fucking game. Um, so yeah, then then the full releases which we rated on a percentage scale. So number ten is DMC Devil May Cry, ninety three percent. Which I think would have been you reviewed that probably. What was that for? The, that was for PS three three sixty PC. Do you know what was the score? And I'll tell you. Oh no, sorry, actually no. Tell a lie, mate. <laughs> it was not you that reviewed it. Who was it? It was not me. It was not Fraser. <clears throat> it was Robin. <laughs> um, I, I would Robin agree with that this. score. But yeah, I think the score, the review's terrible, right? But like the score is actually fine. <laughs> I remember Robin's reviews. They were like <laughs> Yeah, this is a really, it's a really terrible review. Like it starts off, okay, are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> I said, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready? It's fucking, he's Jonathan Davis from Com. Um But yeah, 93% is the is a fair score for that game. Um, number nine, uh, Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch, which I'm sure would have been me that reviewed it. Um, and I, yeah, I would 100% stand by that score as well. Like, that game is a fucking amazing. Like, I absolutely loved it. Like, um, the, the new one is not a patch on it. But like this one is is tip top amazing. Like if you've still got a PS3 um, and you've never played this game, fucking go and buy it. Like because it's amazing. Like I think Fraser was telling me that he just bought the second one, and I'm like, oh nice, yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> but like if he told me he just bought the first game, I'd be like, holy fuck, it's amazing. He would love the first game. 
Yeah, the the first game is one of the best like JRPGs that's out there, like hands down. Like it's right up there with like the all the big Final Fantasy games. Um, number eight, Lego Lord of the Rings, ninety three percent. You know what? I'm going to back that one because I loved the version in the Vita because it was the first full version, like on yep. like Vita 3DS. But it's usually, and even after that, we get some like heavily edited versions of the main games. And this one, even though I'm not a fan of Lord of the Rings, was it's my all time favorite Lego game. Yep. Um, thinking of the new ones that will come out. Yeah, it's my all time favorite Lego game as well. Like uh, <clears> this game got it absolutely perfect. It's one of the first games where they included like the uh, the audio from the movies in it. But they made so it like good. they made it kind of funny. Like so that obviously you knew the story already. So they just kind of tweaked it a little bit to make it a wee bit funnier, and uh, and it worked really well. And uh, it was a great game. Like and they had so many Easter eggs and that packed into. It. I remember they had a fucking Assassin's Creed Easter egg and Lego Lord of the Rings. Like we did an eagle dive like in a hay bale. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just brilliant. Um, and I, I, I'm sure. Yeah, I platinumed that game twice. Like both on the on the Vita and on the and on the PS3. Like really, really good. Um, number seven, Tomb Raider, on uh, the 2013 one on uh, the PS3, Xbox 360, 94 percent. I don't know if I'd agree with that for the first one now that I've played Rise. Um, Rise is better. I would drop but that I to like an 85 for me. Yeah, uh, but I mean like Rise probably would go in at about that, that level because Rise is amazing. Oh, my review's really long for that game. But yeah, it was. Uh, I did really, really like <clears> that <throat> game at the time. Like It was really good and a really good reboot for, uh, for the series. Uh, where are we? Right, I um number six, uh, Pokemon Black Two, ninety five percent. Never played it, so. No, I think it was Fraser reviewed that one. To be fair. Maybe Pokemon games are usually good. So. Yeah, I never played that one, so I can't I can't comment on it. Mm-hmm. Fraser is a big big Pokemon fan, though. So. Yeah, maybe a biased review. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it definitely doesn't look as good as Pokemon Let's Go. Like, I'll say that. <laughs> no. but this was a original DS game. I don't know why. Why was he reviewing this in, like, 2014 or 15? Probably because remember when I was being very militaristic. Like, you have to have one review written by the end of the week, everyone, and blah, blah, blah. But it's so strange because every other game here is, like, PS3, <laughs> PS4, Xbox 360, and there's just this one DS game. <laughs> um... It came out in 2012, so that's right. No, but that's like. I don't yeah. I think that's before we had Just, the website. No. No, sure. we've done the. Sh- no, you may be right. I Maybe just we weren't, we maybe weren't doing up to date games. It was maybe whatever Fraser had, because yeah. Fraser, Fraser wasn't up to date. He's still not always up to date with his games. Only me and you ever were. And Robin. I mean, he's, he's just playing. He's just playing uh, Nino Kitty 2 now. <laughs> yeah. When it was out in. Is, since me and you've started this show, I know I was kind of like that before, but definitely since me and you started the show, we've both kind of upped it and had to get every new game almost day one. Well, me more than you sometimes now, but yeah. I don't think he was playing new games. <laughs> um, number five, Halo 4, 95%. Ah, that sounds like a Fraser score. I didn't enjoy uh, yeah, it. Yeah, that's definitely a Fraser score. Uh, yep, <laughs> Fraser reviewed on Xbox 360. Yeah, I didn't have it 360. I played it through on Xbox One. 
Yeah, and I've never played it. So I've, I'm, I still haven't finished Halo 2 yet, so I'm not a Halo 4. You've not finished Gears 2 either? Not finished Gears 2 either, no. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, okay. That's, very, that's a Fraser score. <laughs> um, number four, Beyond Two Souls, 96%. Nah, I that didn't like it, so that was Definitely you. me that wrote that. Um, I would actually stand by that review score because I fucking loved that game. Like, I played it through in one night. Um, and it yeah, but how did like... you get past the stealth part when you're not good at stealth games? Like, I like my stealth games and... <laughs> Like, I can't get past the stealth part. It was just probably because I'm trying to base it on stealth game mechanics, whereas you you weren't obviously doing that. But I never went back to it after feeling that bit three times. I'm like, I'm done. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I really loved that Fair. game, man. Like, it's the only, still to date, the only game that has ever made me cry. <clears throat> Sad face. But it's so fucking good. Like, oh, what a great game. Like, I've played a wee bit more, uh, like, a wee bit of it again on PS4. Um, yeah. Because I bought the, the digital collection of the, the two of them. But, like, playing that through in, like, one setting, like, what oh, it was, that was a fucking emotional roller coaster. Um, number three, Far Cry 3, 97%. Uh, yeah. Um, I'd potentially say I'd enjoy Far Cry 5 more. But obviously that wasn't out when I reviewed this. Uh, you didn't review this? So you didn't review this? Who reviewed this one? This is Robin? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the score I would give it. Um, yeah. Solid, solid fucking Far Cry game. Definitely the most memorable characters even compared to Far Cry 5. Um, definitely love Vass as a villain. Such a good story, good music. Um, yeah, at some point I will replay through that because obviously we get the classic version with Far Cry 5. <laughs> Like the reading Robin's review is fucking hilarious. There's one one paragraph here that starts Far Cry Three is the third installment in the Far Cry series. <laughs> of course, it fucking is. It's true. <laughs> well, like, but um, then again, Blood Dragon. Yeah. I think Blood Dragon was after that. It was. It was exactly, definitely was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, fair play to the score, but the review is awful. Um, and then number one. The top fucking reviewed game on the site is New Super Luigi U at 97%. You missed one. You missed one oh, no, sorry. sorry, sorry, I did. Um, sorry, uh, number two, Star Wars The Old Republic, 97%, Ali. Come on, surely? Right, I would definitely drop that now. Um, I think this <laughs> this was reviewed probably when it just came out. And like mm. I love The Old Republic era. It's a very good game, but I wouldn't say it's above 80% now, mm. no. No. Oh, um, oh man! Right. <laughs> is, my, is it by me? Did I review? Yeah, yeah. This is your review. So, like, this is the review of the free-to-play version. So, I think it's before you subscribe to it. But, I got a quote from Andy at the top. I'm yeah, it. man. Like, I was just looking at there. It's so funny. Um, it says every free game I have ever played has been shit, with the exception of the Old Republic. <laughs> you must have said that. I did. I would have said that to you at some point, like either in text or like in person. But but yeah, it, it was a good game to be fair. But like, I, I think ninety seven percent. Look at look at the difference in my review, right? That looks like a legit review even back then. It probably yeah. wasn't that good. But then you look at Robin's and it's a paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> and just ask Andy if you think you need a high end PC to run this game. But obviously, you were surprised it was running on your. It's like a, it's a. Is there an end joke because at that time at that time my PC was garbage and like it could still run the game? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Um, and then yeah, sorry. So I jumped the gun a wee bit there. I, number one, new Super Luigi U at ninety seven percent. Do you still stand by that? 
for Luigi, yes. Do you know why? Because time doesn't take away from a solidly built game. Okay. <clears throat> like, love it or hate it. Um, do you know what? It's, you, you can't... What is it? You can't be 100% objective as a human being. Some some of it is subjective and some of it is based on your own opinion, regardless of how objective you're trying to be. And I enjoy Luigi's jump mechanics. A lot of people don't like it because he's a bit mm. floatier. He doesn't jump as sprightly as Mario. Um the game was harder than New Super Mario Brothers. I'm so I'm lo- I'm going to be playing this more than see when the new the Mario Brothers comes out next year. I'm going to be playing the Luigi U version of it more. Such a great game. I've, I don't care. Like it doesn't matter what the game is. That's like telling me that I can't rate Sonic One or yeah. Sonic Two as like that high just because it's it's aged a bit. Like that doesn't take away from that being a good game. Like Sonic can look the same way it does and it's still going to get the same scores nothing in my mind is going to change it and this was one of those that came along and i know you laugh at it and i know it was a wii u release but this was a solid platform game so good <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna buy the new one yeah, when it comes out for on this, switch like for luigi because it's got um the new super mario bros u deluxe mm-hmm. edition on switch has this in it as well like it's the two games combined in one this, um, this came th- out during the year of luigi as far as i remember yeah yeah you know. you're right yeah and yeah uh, just, just did from, get a physical release in a green box it did yeah and they also did a pack in where it was the two games combined like uh yeah. physical on disc on the wii u <coughs> um I, w- I will buy this on on switch but like i don't want to get it day one because it's like 40 quid and to me, like for the port of a Wii U game that was like yeah. not that much different from like the original the, Wii. This game. package is better than Mario Odyssey. Okay, <laughs> uh, I don't want to pay forty quid for it though. Like you I think take, thirty. I would take. I, I would pay thirty. Than eight hours to finish Luigi U. I would put it that way. Hmm. I mean, it took me longer than that to play. So. Yeah, and and just for fun, the worst reviewed game on the site, Ali, do you remember what it is? Did I review it? No, no, it was me that reviewed this one, but I remember talking about uh, it on the show. I'm not going to, I'm just going to have a scroll through the games that we have reviewed to see. Who done Defence Grid 2? That was Davis, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, probably, Andrew yeah, Davis. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it been His reviews are as well, man. Uh, I have no idea what the worst reviewed game on this site is going to be, Andy. So, so the worst reviewed game on the site is Z-Run on the PS Vita. Oh shit, there it's at the bottom, I didn't even scroll right, down that far. Yeah, right, right at the bottom, which was reviewed by me, and like the review is really not a good review, right? But I don't think I could have said any more about this game because it's so bad. Like Fraser, although being fair, Fraser's tra- I, I clicked in Transformers because I remember how bad that was and how... Mm shocking it was and Fraser didn't give it a score oh he gave it 20% yeah it's just like it's like a 2 out of 10 <laughs> so yeah, that game was 1 really, out of 10 that game was really shit 7 right? pounds and 39 pence <laughs> this and, I got, really and, and I got a review code for this game so like yeah we cannot be bought and I gave it a 1 out of 10 <laughs> and oh yeah, my god this game is what was the what was the game recently that I turned around and actually started shouting saying never ever send me a fucking game again because it was that bad? <laughs> um, Do you remember it was recently, like maybe a few months back, maybe even the start of the year, 
And I just remember saying, some, never. some game on Switch? Yes, it was. Was it the baseball game? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the baseball game, yeah. <laughs> it was the baseball game. That would get a zero. I mean, I don't know if I could score a game at zero, like, as long as it functions, then... But, yeah, like, that game Z-Run is horrific. Like, absolutely terrible. Um, just the absolute shovelware that you would see on Steam, but it was £7.39 on the Vita. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, we don't write reviews. I am planning on writing a review, um, but obviously I'll put it in all games, um, just simply for more traffic, because we used to stick them up in N4G as well. Like mm. the link to here to try and get drive traffic, but yeah. We we to be fair, like on the website, like we did used to get good traffic, but like I don't have time to maintain the website anymore. But it was no funny to does. like to go and look. Uh, yeah, no, it was funny to go and look at those reviews because well, I was just trying to find the Never Alone. But yeah, Never Alone, ten out of ten. Like for me, that doesn't have an actual review written for it. <laughs> it's just it's just a white text box and there's no text. <laughs> so I was a guru before it was a guru. To the staff list here. <laughs> it's funny. But yeah, um, yeah it's funny. <laughs> but the yeah, only reason we keep this website is just for our email addresses. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> I do love how the Twitter feed still stays up to date. Though. Yeah, man, and like the obviously Stitcher uh, stays up to date as well because like I've got the Stitcher plugin embedded, so like anytime when a new episode goes up, it does go there. And all of us, all the RSS feeds and stuff are just the same. And the, yeah. the Facebook and pages and stuff are the same. Fair. Did I'm guessing I reviewed UFC? Did I? I got a review code for that. I get sent out the game. Yep. Wow, that's a lengthy one. I didn't even give it a score. What a dick! I thought you did, you did give it a score. No, I didn't. I'm sure you did. Yeah, it's at the bottom. Right at the bottom. 89%. 89%. Yeah, I'd stand yeah. by that. The first one was good, man. Yeah. yeah. 12 99 on Amazon just now. Those wee links are quite cool. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I used to do I used to do that all the time. And it was a lot of work to actually do that. Like, I mean, see, like, although, like, you would write the review, like, see, me to build that review page, like, would take mm-hmm. maybe, like, Three hours. <laughs> like to, then, to build I remember back page. then I would always phone you up being annoyed with something in the website and then you'd be annoyed because you spent all day doing it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> what is the point, man? But this was this was the time when I was not working and like I yes. could do this. <laughs> like <laughs> Yes, that's right. This like, yeah, I've got website time still to, exist. to build oh, a website. <laughs> sorry, the member you're looking for doesn't exist on the, <laughs> the bottom. We need to get rid of that. <laughs> Like uh, one one day when I get some time off work, I will go and I'll clean up this website completely and fix all. It things. needs a whole. It needs a reboot. It needs it needs an all new yeah. forty two reboot. Like so, some of the stuff is good. Like all, all the buttons and logos right and stuff though. like that are are fine. Yeah, yeah. The sizing's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the buttons and stuff like I like them. Like the iTunes button, that's fine. But then some of it's like, why is that spaced like that? And mm. Sorry, we're not going to get an entire argument on a fucking decades old website. But, like we've got we've got. We've got Reviews for games that probably nobody ever play anymore. <laughs> no, Never Alone though. That's why. I, that's why I always bring this up because Never Alone's fucking great, and I gave it ten out of ten. And you need to play it. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what I don't like when you go in the the reviews? Like, see the Batman Arkham Origins. Like, that's cool, right? That's obviously when it was the newer one, right? That's that looks absolutely fine, right? Mm. Well, I could maybe resize, yeah, it's respell okay, my yeah. name, respell my name. But like, see, because that's in a black <laughs> 
a black yeah. background and then some of them are just in that white bit in the middle and it's like yeah yeah those bits but do you know what we'll maybe do it together like for, and I don't I can't guarantee all of the time but I might do it as a project and I don't know how I would do it I'd need to get a I know you had the programme from your uncle and such like but there's got to be better and easier there's got to be drag and drop ways to make it look fucking mm. you know I've seen like don't get me wrong this is hard work this has all been built from scratch but like yeah man I put a lot of fucking it, yeah. blood and sweat and tears into this website like um, yeah. and like bear in mind I have never built a website before and this, is this was me learning as I went yes, this so is true. It's, like, it's hamshod on the page just now like I'm on for the 42 <laughs> like the stitcher thing overlaps the top the by gamers for gamers but you can see some of the cube from the old 42 logo in the corner yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? It's something we could maybe make as a New Year's resolution next year. Not to yeah, complete it, it, but like to have a look at it and see what we can do with it. You can't really spell my name wrong, you dick. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Okay, moving on from that. Trip down memory lane. I meant to do this last week, but we never quite got around to it because we, we had to duck out early last week. That would have been good for us. Time. Yeah, that was a good look. But yeah, let's move on to what we've played. And I've played not a lot, man, to be fair. Um, uh, I'm going to talk about Tanglewood just now, right? Mm. So, this is a game I've been looking forward to for two years since I backed it. Like, mm. uh, my number was 224. Now, I don't know if that lines up my Kickstarter, but I'd imagine it was about right. So, I was kind of an early adopter ish, you know? Um, mm. Definitely backed it in the first year it was on Kickstarter. Um, so, I opened this package, loved it. I was like, oh my God. And I've told you, I've told everyone, I, I want to write a review for this. And nobody in all game, if anybody in all games writes it, I'm going to get Derek to delete it. Um, because this is my game to review. I don't care if you cover it in your show. I want to do a written review for all games in this. However, <laughs> I'm not prepared to play it on, on my 80 Mega Drive. I haven't even put it in. Right. I'm, I'm going to wait for my SG. Um, okay. Sega, because that's the optimal way for me to play it. And at this stage, because I've ordered that, I ain't going to go and rebuy a Mega Drive, you know, to play it that way. So I will 100% write this review, and I'll put this in my review of why it took so long to write. I want to play this. This is a new Mega Drive game. I'll be doing it. See if Xeno Crisis arrives tomorrow. Same thing. I, I'm holding off to this console arrives to play it on. See, um, um, you should speak to Fred because I'm sure he would put these reviews up on Gaming History as well. Yeah, I'm going to speak to Fred about it too. Yeah. Um, because I, I just don't feel that my AT HD console will give these... Like, it's fine for my ROM hacks of Sonic 3 I got in car and then Sonic mm. Classic Heroes. But for these brand new, lovely Mega Drive games, one of which my daughter is in, um, I yeah. playing these on that Mega Drive as much as yes it will function and yes I'll be able to play the game. I am not. I'm not doing it to it. So I'm still holding off from playing it. Don't get me wrong. I might sneak a go in the next few weeks just to have a shot. But I ain't reviewing this until I've played it in that console just to give it. It's. I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure it'll be good. I've seen. I've heard good things about it. I just need to play it on the right hardware. And the console's not out until is it March? Start of March, I think it arrives and. Some of that, yeah. America, I'll probably get it late March so it's not that I'm being a douchebag we did get a review code but the console that if they'd sent me out a car 
right review code instead of the the, the code that um, you're obviously going to take a look at as well. Because once I talk about it in March, I want us both to talk about it, so you'll probably need to revisit it. But I definitely, I know you spoke briefly, but I want to do it. Mm. I want to complete this game. The, um, I just, I need to, do, to give it the justice that I want to. I can't, like, this is, this is a big thing for me. Like, growing up, Mega Drive was probably the most important console after Master System to me. And playing it on an emulator slash machine that it's not as bad as I'm making out, you know, that way. But see, when I've seen this premium console that I've Mm. seen the results for the SNES version and I've watched the Digital Foundry reviews of the other one, I'm like, I can't review this after playing it on my Mega Drive. So I'm not saying I'm not going to play it. I'm just saying I'm not going to talk about it. I will probably mention it now and time to time because regardless of whether we get a review code or not, as we've spoke, this doesn't affect it. I'm a huge fan of this happening. Like, a brand new Mega Drive game. See if another one comes out tomorrow. I'll back that game as well, and I'll get the guys <laughs> in the show. The only reason we couldn't get Matt Phillips was he obviously ended up very, very busy. He was on um, BBC mm. and stuff like that. This hit prime time, this story. Xenocrisis didn't as much. I think it's maybe because Matt's make, made it, as I said, off of original hardware. He went out and ordered the old PC, the old PC parts, a Mega Drive dev kit and all this. And oh, What was the guy with the guy from Xenocrisis on? Um, from Bitmap Bureau, and he was like, Matt's insane the way that he's doing it. Like, he says fair play to him, it's dedication, but that's crazy. Um, Xenocrisis has obviously been delayed, um, but I, I just can't. So that's my disclaimer. Uh, I, I can't, rev- I can't, in my head, justify reviewing this on the console I've got. And unfortunately, mm. my funds aren't there. I'm not going to go and buy a Mega Drive one. It's hard enough to track down one with the, the high definition sound stamp yeah, on yeah. it. <sighs> So, yeah, I've got this 200-pound machine ordered coming in March. I'm going to play it now. But, yes, uh, so apart from that, what did I play? Well, didn't really play too much, if I'm being goddamn honest. Um, I played a bit. I actually did play a game that I didn't like when it first came out um, because I wanted to know the story. I played Black Ops 1. It came down in the Black Friday sale. Uh, it's it's actually really good. It plays really well. It looks nice enough on the Xbox One. It looks nothing like Black Ops 4, obviously. But the story is really cool. He plays Mason, who's kind of strapped to a chair, and like you're getting interrogated by guys behind a white light and a window mm. above you, and they've got this sort of chemicals they're pumping into you to try and make you have flashbacks and remember because they're trying to get what the numbers mean out your head. And as far as I can see, it's to do with you're meant to assassinate JFK. I could be completely wrong, but you've met up with them and stuff, so you're this sort of like black ops agent that does all these black ops missions, and um. It's just they're set like ones in Vietnam, ones maybe in Russia. You know, you end up in jail at one point, and it's like, what happened to you? And you're hearing all these questions in your head. And as you're playing the game, like he's hearing the numbers being read, and obviously it ties in with Black Ops Four because like the numbers are in the storm, and uh, no worries, Andy. Uh, the numbers are in the storm, and like I, as as I said, I've never I know roughly the story. I know Mason and Woods. I don't went into Black Ops Two really. Um, but like Black Ops 1, I'm really quite enjoying it. And I, I know it got highly praised, but see, at the time, I just didn't take to it. Um, I was a big Modern Warfare guy, and I just kind of chose that as my Call of Duty of choice to play rather than Black Ops. So I'm kind of glad I picked up. Um, I also played up Black Ops 2, but I've not not even started that yet. Um, don't get me wrong, I have played Black Ops 3. I've not finished the story in it, but because there's this whole... Um, thing going on in Black Ops 4 that's kind of like... A meta story where like it starts with specialist HQ and 
it all ties together with audio logs and recordings. And I know, oh, but they didn't do a campaign. I, I kind of like the way that they've kind of done it to roll out the campaign over blackout mode and they're combining zombies with it. Really good. And obviously it's still got the silky smooth Call of Duty shooting. Guns are really good. Um, and yeah, it's a really good storyline, which kind of does make me wish they did do a campaign as well in Black Ops 4. But I, I do enjoy the way that they're doing it. And it's making people go to different parts in the map and uh, blackout where they never used to. And yeah, it's enjoyable. So I played that. Um, what else did I play? I didn't really get anything game wise on the Black Friday sale. Um, didn't, I didn't specifically buy anything, mostly because I had the games. I haven't played Fallout 76 at all, which I probably should go and play, although I've heard quite bad things about Um been really just busy this week. Black Friday at one work and getting ready for stuff. Doing tutorials about the new phones and things. The A9 that came out, Samsung 9. Yeah, so um, I did pick up the other games as well, though. Um, I did play the first one, but I'll wait to hand these back before I talk about them. And the only other thing I really played a lot of was Black Ops 4. Like, I don't think I've played a game, a game that wasn't an RPG for as long as this in a long, long time. Um. But yeah, the, the three games now that Andy's back that I picked up were um, Final Fantasy, the trilogy, because obviously there's a drop in them. So I got Final Fantasy 13, 13, 2, and 13, 3, which is Lightning Returns. Um, I am actually going to finish these games, Andy. Um, no, you're not. Fuck off. I am. Um, so I played Final Fantasy 13, 3, 13, the first one. And I'm just, I just like the characters. Um, but yeah, I feel like the characters are good characters to be fair yeah it's and it's a, a shame game. that the first game set it off and they tried to rectify it in the second apparently they didn't really get there to the third one so we'll wait and see I don't, I don't know if I'll rush like it's not even a bad game right because the storyline's actually alright it's just the uh, like the, the level thing's so bad the, the first game like, really like that corridor like man the, the, the third oh. disc on the Xbox 360 um, before you got to the open world which I don't know fun. like Obviously, I played it on PS3, so... Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but fuck me, I'm... man. That was bad. <laughs> as far as I know, it wasn't open world until the third disc. <laughs> Even then, it wasn't the greatest open world. So it kind of makes sense, but they're trying to, trying to play in your nostalgia strings. Like, my last save for this was, like, 2012 or something. And it, it looks like Midgard, the open city with the blacks and greens. But, like, because the city is just all these linking corridors, that's where you're playing. Um, the X upgrade is decent enough. I don't remember what it looks like, but it doesn't look bad. So to me, if a game doesn't look bad and it's had an X upgrade, means it has been upgraded. And mm. like, because when I seen the comparison shot, member of Red Dead Redemption One, like you can say, mm. ah, right, there is a big difference. But when I was playing it first, I'm like, yeah, it looks a bit what I remember. So, thirteen's um, all right as far as for the price it is like I've got all three of them for less than 20 which I can't really argue for the, the gameplay that I could potentially get out of them and if baby number two is in the way next year then that will definitely definitely into my gaming even more than it did so um, I'll maybe play them in the 18 years when she's at college <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I, I did play another round of Battlefield 5 briefly I just played one game and then stopped because Tasha was at work and I was with the weaving all day and she mm. decided she wasn't napping at that time so it was just one of those um, I can't remember Conquest is it main mode mm. played played one of those it was okay it's better when you're playing with people like that Definitely. you know so um, 
unless one of you guys jumps back. We, we were talking about that the other night. We might play some more of your 10 hours and have another game of it. Um, yeah, man, I, like, I'm more than happy to play. It, it was fun enough, but like, it's not something that I would I feel the need to buy. Yeah, no, that's fair. And it will come to you, access, as you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, the 10 hours is more than enough for me to... like. And if we're desperate after that, there's always Battlefield 1 on EA Access that has that mode <laughs> yeah. as well. And it was on got... Gold as well, so... Yeah. And the season pass was free for like... Yeah. Um, did you grab it in both systems, the season pass, yeah? Yeah, I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's... Even though Battlefield 5's kind of released a meh, because most of the game's not out yet, but like... Um, the, the season pass uh, this time round, they, they're not charging you for it. Like it's, everybody's going to have the same content, which is a cool move from them. It's a shame that their game just released to like almost no fanfare. Mm. So, because um, it does look really nice, like it looks really, really good. Um, but yeah, apart from that, just Black Ops Four. I've just been playing that most nights. That's my go-to. And like I was saying before, you come back. I don't remember a game that I've invested three whole days of my life in in the first month mm. that wasn't an RPG. Like, because I checked my time last night, was it me and you were playing? And I was like, holy shit, I've put three days into it. And you've put, yeah. what, like a day and a half into it? One day, day half, 12 yeah. hours? And it's the same for you. Like, oh, never made a Call of Duty game. Think of any other shooter that you've put that much time into in the first, like, month that it came out. No, it doesn't. It's crazy. None, ever. <laughs> it's just so much fun. Like, we could be in a match and die straight away. Sometimes I prefer that because then we can get a few more matches in and, like, it's, I think that's why like some folk don't like playing with us because like we're, we would love to win the game and we have came second just me and you um, yeah. so so we're not awful at the tactics by any means it's just that we panic and get far too excited like the other night when we got the sixth place and yeah <laughs> we, we just got far too excited when the circle got small but yeah oh again God, that, that was that was so funny like <laughs> like right the circle's coming in like if I stand right here I'm going mm-hmm. to be inside the circle not realising that, like, the when the circle came in, it would basically trap me in the room that I was in. I was like, it's yep. okay, I've got loads of health packs and stuff, that's fine. I'll just mm-hmm. run around and it won't be a huge run to me to get into the uh, back end of the circle. Not thinking that because the circle's so small, it drains your health fast as fuck when you're mm-hmm. in it. And when you're, well, when you're outside the circle. And, yeah, like, I died within seconds of being, like, <laughs> outside it. So I was like, okay, did not realise that. <laughs> And they've, they've also added Nooktown, which we haven't covered yet. Um, Nooktown's going to obviously be it's a map that's been in Black Ops since the start. Well, since the second one, at least. And um, they do a different version of it. Like last time, Black Ops 3 was a futuristic one. This time, they went for a Russian team, whereas the one I remember was like Fallout style, almost 50s nuclear test town. It's pretty fun. It's a decent enough map. I'm sure it won awards and whatnot. And we played a few levels of that. But after you went last night, me and Michael played them. Um, Hard point is it and domination. Mm-hmm. Hard points like defend the base and dominations like uh, get the three, get A, B, and C. Yeah, now it's far, it's a it, the map's far too small for those game modes. Like it's really far too. Small. So um, the one thing is, there's plenty of kills. Yeah, like I actually did quite like that mode. Like when we played just like uh, team deathmatch. Like I, I thought it was probably better than the the other maps because it was smaller and it just felt like there was a lot more going on and it just felt there was people everywhere and you weren't like. You weren't really needing to go very far before Looking you could come for across people. somebody. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great map. I'm glad they've added it. And it's kind of it's on its own just brought it out for free for everyone, which is awesome. I think um, like it feels really much narrower than the other maps yeah. to me. And like it kind of focuses everybody in at the middle, which I think is mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, and they've got the kind of buses and trams in the middle that you can go in and out of. They've got mm. this, the two houses on either side with the upstairs, downstairs, and the rooms. And yeah, it's really good. I love that map. And 
it's such a good addition. But yeah, Blackout's mostly where we go to. Like, we don't play zombies much, but I just don't get it. I don't get what you're meant to do in it. And I know there's a story in it and there's secrets and Fraser tries to do the secrets and he gets bored with me and Andy just fucking about and runs off. And I, I prefer Blackout mode, like playing through the keyhole and they like finding a nice house and then comment, mm. like, why have they put a brand new stainless steel sink in but the, the bathtub's manky? Like, I don't get this. Like, so much fun. Um, and yeah, this is, this is just a highlight to how well-refined Call of Duty have got it. This game, even when you're not that good a player, like, I'm not, and Andy's about the same level as me. <laughs> it, oh, maybe still, not even. <laughs> we're still having so much fun. Like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll say I'm not bad at team deathmatch, but in blackout mode, I'm absolutely horrific. I don't know why. I just <laughs> panic sets in with me, and you've seen it last night. <laughs> we were on the hill, we went prone, we are lying in the shadow of a tree, and we seen a gunfight right in front of us, and I was like, do we take them, Andy? What do we do? And, like, my mind just goes blank, like... I'm kind of, I try and like, right, we'll go here, tactics, right, we'll do this, we'll do edge patrol. Edge patrol is where we just stick to the edge of the circle and we run around the edge of the circle. And we, mm. we we tend to plot a course out into the middle now. There's more thought definitely now a month in than there was at the beginning where it was just like, mm. run to the middle of the action. Um, but yeah, I definitely think the one thing that's missing they need to add is threes. Like, I'm not bored of the map yeah. at all. We've got our kind of favourite spots, like Rivertown's kind of a classic go-to for us just now. Um we found some places we've never even been to. Do you know what I mean? Like the wee houses yep. we found last night in the States. Mm-hmm. So the map's not wearing thin on me and we're still finding secrets. Like we found that skeleton with the pizza boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah, the pizza yeah. boxes, yeah. Yeah, and they obviously mean stuff. And like I'm kind of following the Reddit to see what's found out about these things. But um, they've got the zombies added in. But like I know Andy didn't like it at first, but I mean, I can't remember the last time we've came across zombies that wasn't like on purpose, you know, like occasionally. I did bump into accident. some, yeah, yeah, I ran into something the other night. Yeah. I'm like, oh, someone's shooting, yeah. like someone's attacking me, and it's just a zombie. I'm like, ah, yeah, but their, their inclusion doesn't bother me. But th- that whole thing's tight, it's because they're trying to tie all the game modes in, multiplayer, and everything into a story. And the way they're doing it's very clever with the meta story going on. But like, yeah, I'm just blackout. It's, it's like, as much as I enjoyed Battle Royale and PUBG and enjoyed it in Fortnite, it's like, this has just perfected it. Like, I know it's going to get better than this, like as they develop this, because the next next few years we're going to see more and more battle royale modes. And I discussed Worms 3D battle royale would technically work, um, but like this this was just it's just such a good game, and like you never know how you start, you never know what weapons you're going to get. You can kind of roughly know where helicopters and stuff are, but oh. Uh, one of the funnest moments I remember was was it Fraser that was the last one alive out of me and Michael and he got in the helicopter and flew around in circles until the, <laughs> the circle yeah. went small and at that stage in the game no one's really carrying about a rocket launcher to take you down so as long as you're avoiding the storm like that is a legit tactic um, so yeah just Black Ops 4 we went from the start of this year slating this game I didn't, I'm not a Call of Duty guy really anyway don't get me wrong played most of them but this game's the one that's brought me back to Call of Duty as as in I've not had this much passion for Call of Duty since Modern Warfare 1 and 2 which I really really enjoyed um, so yeah hats off to the guys making this all the guys slaying it for a story mode sink yourself in with a good team or even in duos and have fun in Blackout like honestly you're so much fun it's unreal like I've never had a match where I've been genuinely pissed off like Team Deathmatch will piss me off and it's maybe because I just mm. accept the fact that I'm not that good at Blackout but like <laughs> honestly like I've never had so much fun in a game with you for 
I can't remember the last time we had this much fun in a game, especially when Fraser joins us. Like, he gets so annoyed when he's pitching at it. You must. The one thing that got him is Fraser always goes for a backpack. And even when Fraser's not on, we, we rate the backpacks that we find. Like, <laughs> Michael started doing it. He's like, Ali, if you come round here, we were playing after after you went off, Michael jumped on. He was like, the seventh best backpack in the games around here. I'm like, oh, I need to see it. <laughs> it's just so much fun. And it's like. I didn't expect to get this from Call of Duty this year. It's kind of this is the this is the one surprise game this year that slapped me in the face with wow, I'm I'm loving multiplayer gaming all over again. Like this has got me to play other games online, and like just so much fun that um, I, I recommend it to everyone. It dropped to like thirty five quid a day. And I'm like I don't regret it because I've had three days worth of fun out of this buying it uh, like the the Duke deluxe version. Um, so yeah, that's basically what I've been playing. Um, I'm, I am going to play Red Dead Redemption. I was going to plan jumping on it, but Ross said that last night that he wasn't. Was it last night at midnight? Or Kelly already said he wasn't able to go on because he was babysitting like his girlfriend's mm-hmm. even. And um, I was like, that's fine because I don't want to play it by myself. Basically, <laughs> Red Dead yeah, Redemption yeah. online. Um, so it's out fully on the thirtieth, even though there was a slight disagreement with what I, the information I told. Uh, it's like, like in beta <laughs> for a few days or something. <laughs> it's in beta and like uh, Ultimate Edition got it. Yes, no. Today, as well as of today is the twenty eighth. So, like anyone that played it the first few days gets it today. And then it, it rolls out between now and the thirtieth, but it's going to be in beta until the end of the year. Like, and it's a good move calling it the beta because GTA Online, when it launched, was technically a beta. Broken, yeah. yeah, and it was broken, and I've heard the servers crash well today for it. But it's to be expected. Red Dead's popular, so I'm quite sure we'll be having some fun in that. Like, come come near Christmas, but then again, I'm just. That's the problem just now, Andy. As much as I'm willing to play these online games, it's like all I'm thinking about is blackout. I'm like, ah, can you just? <laughs> Sometimes I like a wee breather, as you know. Like, oh, can we just have a few games of deathmatch just to to get a breather because yeah. I need to regather my thoughts. But yeah, like for me, even without a campaign, Call of Duty Black Ops Four is the most complete shooter package I've ever played, including Goldeneye. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely don't disagree with that. It's a really good mm. game. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Moving on, what have you been playing this weekend? Um, so I have played a little bit more of uh, Pokemon Let's Go. Uh, I haven't. I haven't. You haven't played it at all? Nope. I haven't had time this week, really. Yeah. Like, honestly, like every night when I'm in bed, like you're usually about to play Call of Duty, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to play that instead. And I, the night that you messaged me and said I can play tonight till like eleven, I was like, ah, yeah, I'm just going to play that. And even once you left, I think I went back and played some Black Ops Three, mm. just because I enjoy the deathmatch on that. Because deathmatch is fine to play by yourself, I find sometimes, but like f- for this blackout, you need a team. Yeah, I mean, you can play solo, but it's not as fun playing solo. No, you've got no no one to communicate with. Once you're dead, yeah. you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, so, I did play some more uh, Pokemon. Um, I'm up to just about to find Misty now. If I need to level up uh, at least one of my Pokemon to level 15 first before I can fight her. Um, well, I'm, I'm still well ahead of you then because I've got like badges. So Bethany's beat her though, so like she she's done two the two bad two badges so far. Um, nice. And she's probably played it more than what I have. And, like, she's, like, just that wee bit ahead of me where she's giving me tips. It's fucking hilarious. Mm. She's like, oh, yeah, you just need to do this and this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, but she's got uh, she's got an Onyx. Um, and I, don't, I haven't even you seen an Onyx on yet. It. Yeah, and she's, one. like, she's riding on it. And she's, like, I absolutely love riding around in this fucking Onyx because it's 
so ridiculously huge. It's perfect though <laughs> because in, the, so in the cartoon it was huge, and always yeah. in the games I'm like, but like seeing the game when it's like hopefully that size it was in the cartoon. I, yeah. I read a, a wee thing on Twitter and like in the cartoon Pikachu hit the electrical system and set off the sprinklers to weaken the Onyx. And I so wish they'd added that in this game. Pikachu's electric mm. shock set off the sprinklers. Onyx is weakened. That would have made sense to me that you mm. can electrify him because the stone's wet. And you can, yeah. But anyway. But yeah. Um, so like, I quite like the battling system in that. But what I don't understand, and I'm sure I mentioned this to you anyway, is uh, that when when you like get the when you get the Pokemon and when you're catching them, like using the Pokemon Go mechanic, mm-hmm. your Pokemon level up. Yeah, you said this. Like, what is that? <laughs> Why did they level up? They don't do anything they, at all. All they've all. done is sat in their Pokeballs in your belt <laughs> while you threw an empty Pokeball at a wild creature. Yeah, and it kind of confused me because, like, obviously in the original game, like, those Pokemon, you'd have to fight them first before you could so like, throw get a Pokeball XP, at them. Yeah. yeah, and then so they would get XP from the fight. That makes complete sense to me. But the only reason I can think of is like they they obviously took out the battle system from the fighting the normal Pokemon so that they could include the Pokemon Go thing because it was like a big mechanic and like obviously it was so popular in in, uh, in Pokemon Go they're like oh we really want to like join these two games together so like let's include that here and they went well, well we need to sacrifice the battle system then so that it makes sense but I don't think I think they could have just had the battle system left in anyway and then give you the opportunity to catch the Pokemon at the end of it just switched into that mode. Like, I don't think we had any issue with that whatsoever. But yeah, so I, I don't like this business of, like, the Pokemon levelling up. It confuses me. Um, and it kind of bugs me as well that I'm like, oh, I have to go and catch Pokemon to, like, level up. Whereas, like, before you could obviously just battle them and kill them or, like, make them faint to level your Pokemon up. And that that's fine. I think it's but, a like, way of taking the grind out for Because really, remember the... T- so, hmm. What the hell? Right, so my TV's got... And I haven't been near my TV, I just went to glass of water. And we're talking about Pokemon Go just now. Mm-hmm. And my Switch just booted up, which I didn't even realise was still on the dock behind my TV. <laughs> and it's Pokemon Go's came up. Like, I'm not even lying. Wow. There's a ghost in this house. Google's <laughs> listening. It's my smart telly. It's too smart. It must be. Would yeah, you like but to yeah, play like... Pokemon Go? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the game is good. Like, I'm playing it pretty much entirely in handheld mode. Like I don't, like I don't have I don't any know, desire to play, it. And, and I haven't got the uh, the thingy through yet, um, the the pokeball. So, um, but yeah, like it's it's good, but not great. And like, there's no way this will be in my top ten this year. Like, <laughs> there's no. Way. I don't know yet. I'll need to see what ten games I played this year. <laughs> hmm. Um, so the other thing that I did, I did, you know, I did boot Warframe up, but I didn't play it yet because um, I thought it was going to be like a case of you boot the game up, you create a character, and then you're like you start off playing, like most of these kind of like free to play games are. But this one like it starts you off with like an open cutscene and the story and stuff like that in it. So like, I need to sit down with it when I've got a bit more time to actually like pay attention to what's going on in the story and stuff like that before you go in and create a character. Um, but I, I will play that because, like, uh, Warframe has evolved a lot since we played it back in the PS4 launch days. Yeah. It was the first game I played on the PS4. And I, I enjoyed it, but, it, like, it was, like, it was kind of empty. And now it's, like, got hurdles and hurdles of shit in it. Like, nice. like, the way people talk about it now is, like, the way people talk about Destiny 1. Like, that's how, 
like maybe not quite as big as Destiny One, but like that's how like popular this game is with the people that play it. Like they're addicted and they play like every day. Um, so the other games that... for Destiny One. Exactly like that, yeah, yeah. Like I've seen like people talking about that, like, that broke his PlayStation because like... the disc was in it for so long. Yeah, the disc. It's like oh, yes, PlayStation doesn't read any discs apart from Destiny. It reads Destiny, no problem whatsoever. It's but every other game it does not anyway. work. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the only other game I did play this week was oh, I did. Um, sorry, I did trade in Red Dead Redemption Two and Assassin's Creed, and I did buy Assassin's Creed Odyssey Digital because it was on sale um, over the Black Friday weekend for like thirty five. Yeah. It was, um, and that's that's a game that uh, that is going to take me a lot of time to complete, and like I want to complete it quite thoroughly because like the content's so good and it's really fun to play and I was finding that like Red Dead 2 every time I was playing it I just wished I was playing Assassin's Creed and it was feeling really slow and really grindy and I'm like I just want to go back to Assassin's Creed so that's why I did that like ditched both of the, the physical games and bought it digital so that I'm not um, I'm not feeling like yeah I need to play Red Dead because it's like because it's new and I need to get through it I'm like you know this game's not for me like it looks alright, and and they still never ever patched that HDR, by the way, on the PS4. Does like, they not? Wow. <laughs> no, they still haven't patched it. Like the HDR still is broken on the PS4 Pro. So and like that's like a good few weeks now after after launch, like a month say after launch now. It's um, a so, big issue for one of the biggest games this year. Yeah, that's a huge issue because like on Xbox it's fine. Like there's no issues like that. And on PS4, it's like, nah, turn the HDR on and it looks worse than it does when HDR is off. That that should not happen. No. Um, but yeah, so the other game that I did play this week is I went back to a game that I was playing, uh, I think it was May when it came out. Um, so this game's called uh, Forgotten Anne. I don't know if you remember me talking about this. Or no, if I forgot. Yeah, I knew. Um, but yeah, uh, this game's the the game that basically looks like an anime kind of cartoon. And it's like a two D puzzle platformer, um, where you are in a world full of like forgotten things. Um, so, like, say, say for example, if you lost a sock and forgot about it, then this sock would uh, dematerialize and go into this like forgotten realm, and it would become its own thing, and it would have its like own wee personality and stuff like that, and it would get a job as like whatever um, in this world. And they've got, like all these characters are like uh, they've got voices and like uh, speech and stuff that they say, and like there's voice actors and things. Um, but this game's fucking brilliant. Like I absolutely love this. Um, so I decided that like I should go back and I should finish this game because I've really enjoyed it and it's just been sitting there on my PS4 like, why haven't you finished me? <laughs> why haven't you come back to me? It's been six months. Come back and play me. And uh, I've been kept kept meaning to go back and play it and like, because um, I was just dicking around the other day like uh, with a few different like kind of uh, games playing like for for trophies and stuff like that. And I'm like. Why am I bothering to like play these shit games just to get trophies? Like, why don't I play a game that I actually enjoyed and like finish it? I'm like, yeah, I'll go back and I'll do this game. Um, so I played it for like a, a couple hours, and that game's amazing. Like, it's so good. <laughs> um, it does have like some some choices and stuff like that, and it's got like kind of they're kind of like moral choices because you can choose to like uh, distill the the forgotlings, which is like say like your sock or your lamp or that. It's become like. Uh, a thing in this world and you can choose to like distill it and gain power from it or you can just choose to leave them like pretty much all the all the characters in the game you can do that too um, and the game kind of judges you for it if you do it so I've only done it to one 
thing that came through at the beginning of the game. And like, I'm, I mean, I'm hours and hours after after that point, and it's like it came to like a point, and it's like I, I was on trial basically, and they were they were like questioning me because uh, I had killed this guy basically, like right at the beginning of the game. I'm like, but you broke into my house, like, what did you want me to do? Because I had the option of like killing him or not killing him i'm like fuck because he's the only one i killed after that like any other ones i was like no you you can live it's fine um but that guy like i was just like yeah i'll just kill him like it like i, I suppose i'm supposed to kill him because he broke into my house and he was bad but um but you can do like a run where you don't don't distill anybody so it's kind of annoying to me that i've distilled him but that's just the way that the way that my game's gone but um i've really enjoyed this and the story's really good like uh it's a real like, proper anime type story, like, uh, and I, I've been really impressed by the the way they've done it and the voice acting and all that, and it's really good. And it does just look like you're playing like a two D Ghibli cartoon. Like it kind of reminds me, of, like you know, the way like uh, Nino Kuni was in three D. Like it reminds me of that, like but in two D, the way that the the way the game is. So really, really enjoy this game. And uh, I, w- I will go back and. and finish it off hopefully this hopefully this week now that i've gotten back to actually playing it and i had to relearn the mechanics because it'd been a wee while since i played it and i'm like how do i jump again because <laughs> uh, you can use like when she's basically she's got this thing called an arca and you can absorb like energy from things um including the uh like the the characters in the game although i've tried to avoid as much as much possible doing that because it's a bit harsh like oh i need the energy i'll just kill you but you can usually get it from like a power source somewhere but once you've got that, you can do like a sort of high jump where like she'll, she's got these kind of like powered wings on her back that she can use and it's kind of like a steampunk type thing. So she can jump a wee bit higher using these. And uh, But yeah, I couldn't remember how to run the game. Like, how the fuck do you run? <laughs> so like it's a combination of like pushing different buttons to try and work out what does what again. Um, but I know I've, I've relearned it all. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play through this. And I, I must be relatively near to the end now, I would say. Maybe like two thirds of the way through. So I will, I will wrap it up and and see how the the story plays out. But yes, yeah, really good. I, I would I would highly recommend playing it. Like you can you can just download it. And you probably won't. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really really good. Um, but yeah, I don't think I played anything else. Um, definitely nothing on the uh, on the Switch. It was only Pokemon and on on PS4 just just forgotten Anne and dicking around with some terrible trophy games that I don't even want to go into and uh, on Xbox just been playing Blackout anytime I've been on I did download uh, Dante's Inferno to try because it was on gold but I didn't play it yet have you played that one? Mm, years ago I don't think I there's like a tower of boobs or something in it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I need to try this. It's based on the novel. Yeah, oh, um, do you know what game, like, somebody was asking me about this um, the other day if we had it. Um, Lollipop Chainsaw, did you ever play that? Yes. Was it good? Mm, Devin Kaiser, you don't need it. Yeah, but this one is like, this one looks fun. <laughs> Like with the chainsaw and everything. Is it? Do you know if it's battles compatible? Mm, don't know. I'm, I don't think it is. Maybe. I'm sure. Mm. No, it's not. 
If it does, I'll buy that game. Because it looks fun. But yeah, yeah, I didn't play anything else. Cool. So we'll just wrap up the show there then. Um, stay tuned to allgames.com for the B team and just over an hour's time. And we'll be back next week for episode 302. It's much more the same. Thanks for listening. Peace out.